93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, March 20th, first day of spring. Yeah. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Federal agents seized a massive amount of cocaine at the Port of Philadelphia on Tuesday. Investigators could be seen swarming around cargo containers at about 10.30 yesterday morning. Sources say the Fed seized 450 kilos of cocaine wow. at the port. The drugs are valued at $27,000 per kilo. Uh, agents then, That's incredible. I know. Agents then took the seized cocaine to a warehouse to be processed. This was the second large narcotics bust at the Port of Philadelphia this month. Weeks earlier, agents recovered 600 pounds of marijuana in a shipping container thanks to drug-sniffing canines. Kathy, they also discovered a 450-foot spoon. <laughs> mm. What? Just, yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, and last month, ICE confirmed that it seized 3,200 pounds of cocaine at the Port of New York. DHS uh, said... Uh, have not said if the bust of at the Port of Philadelphia is connected. So I'm uh, not sure if those are connected, but that is a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. Two men are in critical condition following a double shooting in West Philadelphia early Wednesday morning. It happened at 3 a.m. near the intersection of 61st and Market Streets. Police said that they were notified that two gunshot victims had shown up at Penn Presbyterian Hospital. Uh, officials said both victims are 33 years old. They're in critical condition and both are in surgery. One was shot in the abdomen. The other was shot in the leg and hip, according to investigators. Police say at least one vehicle was hit by gunfire. Police are looking for surveillance video from the area. Now, detectives are also investigating a double homicide in the city's Kensington section where two men were shot and killed late last night. It was an 18-year-old and 26-year-old who were killed Monday night. Both were taken to Temple Hospital where they were pronounced dead. Police are looking at surveillance video from businesses in the area for that one as well. Anyone with information on either incident is asked to contact police. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved the first drug specifically developed for severe depression after child childbirth. Wow. No yeah, kidding. the agency on Tuesday approved Sage Therapeutics uh, Zolreso, an IV drug given over two days. Sage says that Zolreso will cost $34,000 without insurance plus costs for staying in a hospital or infusion center. So it's not something that you'll go home with. Uh, whether the treatment gets covered by insurance is determined by each insurance company, which also sets out-of-the-pocket costs depending on the plan. This is great. I mean, because postpartum is scary. And, you know, it's really, really tough to, I, I wouldn't say diagnose, but to, but to get people to get help for it. Uh, yeah, if, yeah. If that makes now sense. You hear, you hear tons of stories now about people be... who are well along and had no idea they had postpartum depression. That's the thing. It can be yeah. kind of tough to, to diagnose. I mean, for for the person themselves to realize, hey, oh. I'm not acting like me. Yeah. Right? Something's really wrong if, here. You, you remember Brooke Shields was a big uh, advocate yeah. for, for that, yeah. you know. Um, I, I, I think it's just really tough. and. You know, I can't. I, I I want to stop short of drawing any sort of parallels as to what it's like, um, but it, it really is tough to, like you said, press self-diagnose. Yeah. Well, because yeah. sometimes Brooke they, you Shields know, was in the Blue Lagoon. She was. Yeah. So, yeah. But Just sometimes remind people they go through so much, you know, um, during childbirth, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of things change. So sometimes they're just like, okay, well, my body's still changing. And- yeah. You're told about the hormones and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's just part of the deal. And then a lot of people find themselves in a, in a long funk. The uh, who's the actress from Heroes? Who had it for a... Oh, a uh, Hayden Panettiere? Yeah, Hayden, yeah, Hayden yeah. Panettiere had it for like a year plus. Yeah. And, and then, uh, in fact, it broke up her marriage. Uh, in a company-funded study of new mothers with moderate or severe postpartum depression, half of the women given Zolreso had depression end within two days, about double the rate of those in comparison wow. groups given dummy treatments. Postpartum depression affects about 400,000 American women and By the year. way, we gave you the dummy treatment. 
hope you feel better. <laughs> no, I know they got they, they obviously they need a placebo and, and to, to test it. Guess who's stupid? Yeah, Sorry. you are. We fooled you completely. Yeah. We never even gave you medicine. You it, dummy. It often ends on its own. <laughs> It often ends on its own within a couple of weeks, but it can continue for months or even years. It can be treated with antidepressants, which can take six to eight weeks to work and don't uh, help everyone, or with counseling. The drug's most common side effects were sleepiness, dizziness, and headaches. A few women had more serious uh, problems, such as fainting and loss of consciousness. Because of those risks, um, the FDA said it is restricting Zoresso's use to certified healthcare facilities where patients can be closely monitored throughout the infusion. That makes sense. Yeah, Sage plans to begin selling the drug in late June. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. J.J. Redick finished with 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists as the Sixers held on to beat the Charlotte Hornets 118-114 last night for their fifth straight win. Ben Simmons led the Sixers, who improved to 46-25 and with 28 points, and Jimmy Butler added 23 and 9 assists. The Sixers are back at it tonight with a game at home against the Boston Celtics, and Joel Embiid is expected to return to the lineup. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers' playoffs hopes are starting to dwindle. Brendan Gallagher, Sean Weber, and uh, Shea Weber, and Max Domi scored goals. Carey Price stopped 32 shots, and the Montreal Canadiens earned a 3-1 win last night in South Philly. What the f- is this? With only nine games remaining in the regular season, the Flyers are now five points behind Montreal and six behind Columbus for the final playoff spot. The Flyers are on the road tomorrow night with a game in Chicago against the Blackhawks. Center fielder Mike Trout and the L.A. Angels are finalizing the largest contract in professional sports history, a 12-year deal worth more than $430 million that will crush previous records and could keep him with the Angels for the remainder of his career. The 27-year-old who grew up in South Jersey and has won two American League MVP awards will receive an average of nearly $36 million. The $430 million-plus total is more than 30% larger than the $330 million deal Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies earlier this month. I saw Jim Gardner yesterday uh, on the news go, well, why don't they just give him the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give him the whole team. Yeah. Right. There you go. At that point. $400 million. It, and a year oh less, gosh. too. Yeah. I, I bet you that was part of the negotiation. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you more for a year less. Crazy. Phil Martelli, the winningest coach in St. Joe's Hawks history, has been fired. Martelli, who is 64 years old, has been the head coach of the Hawks since 1995 and was an assistant coach for the previous 10 seasons. In a statement, the school said today St. Joseph's announced its decision to make a leadership change in its men's basketball program. The university will immediately begin a search for a new head coach with the goal of filling the position in the coming weeks. It sucks. During his time as head coach, the Hawks made seven NCAA tournament appearances and six NIT appearances. They had a historic season in 2004, winning their first 27 games en route to the Elite Eight behind the star backcourt of Jameer Nelson and Delonte West. Yeah, I'd heard rumblings of this actually a little while back uh, and rumors that maybe Jameer Nelson was going to be the next uh, head coach. I was wondering, is there a possibility that he could go to Temple? Ooh, Ooh no, no! It's going to be Aaron McKee was supposed to be the. Oh, Aaron. I guess oh, that's, that's right. right. They yeah, were yeah. kind of they were kind of grooming him for that. Hey, yeah. can you put that back on? I'm not done yet. <laughs> no, no, we ran Come out on, of man. Right, listen, that, that's all you get there, Kev. Uh, and speaking of Temple, another Big Five coach's career has come to an end as Fran Dumphy and the Temple Owls lost last night in the first four <laughs> games of the NCAA tournament. Part two. Belmont got its first tournament win, pulling away with an 81-70 win over the Owls and ending Dumphy's career. Dumphy is retiring after his 13th season at Temple. He previously coached 17 seasons 
seasons at UPenn. And that is what I have for you this morning. The first time we've ever run out of music. <laughs> I know. Listen, there's a lot happening. There's a ton of sports. Two coaches gone. That's yes, crazy. Kathy, I was saying to Preston earlier, our whole Papa Shot Challenge is now. It's uh, going to be changed. Yeah, dramatically. Yeah. I feel I feel bad in a couple of regards because, uh, you know, um, uh, Fran's last game and and this these both happening on the same day they kind of they kind of overlap yeah uh, you know number one I hate seeing Phil be let go I mean the guy's been coming on our show since the very beginning maybe even the first year that we were on the air together put St Joe's on the map yeah, yeah. and then uh, we knew that that uh, Coach Stumpy was going to be. Um, uh, retiring, we had talked to him about that at uh, Camp Out for Hunger, but it was a bummer to have both it these was. things happen on the yeah. same day. Both uh, worldly known good guys. Yeah, and no question. I read a story last night about Phil Martelli, and maybe if we talk about it later, I'll share it with you guys. But um, uh, Deuces Rogers put it on his Twitter, Twitter feed last night, and basically there was a snowstorm in 2002. Nobody was able to make it to the, to the game. Phil came out. All these kids were drunk and playing in the snow. He handed out thousands of tickets, and the place was packed because wow. because Phil himself walked outside to hand out these Aww. tickets. It's a cool story. He's, he's something else. Yeah, you know? he is. Uh, so, yeah, maybe we'll open up about that a little bit later on. All right, uh, today, and we are open, uh, on a day when we really don't have any guests on the show, we have a lot going on today, and you will want to be a part of this because there are several things for you. Number one, going to start with a secret text word today, okay? We have a chance for you to win Dunkin' Iced Coffee for a year. Yeah. With our secret text word. And that is up and running now. So text the word secret to 39333. We just have one of these to give away today. So we're not going to grab a random texter. We're just going to ask for you to call in later on with the secret text word when we tell you to call in. And our designated caller are going to win the, the win all those coffees for an entire year. Now, on top of that, Casey, I don't have any official information, but... Do we have free coffee here this morning? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Our friends from Duncan are going to be stopping by One Bala Plaza. We'll tell you yeah. when. Uh, but they're going to be set up. We'll have to find out exactly where. But I think in our parking lot. And you'll be able to come by. And since it's the first day of spring, free iced coffee today. That is so cool. How about that? So mm-hmm. I'll get you the details when that is coming up. Uh, we have Delilah stopping by today. What? Their Entertainer of the Year event is tonight at Delilah's Gentleman's Club and Steakhouse. And the ladies will be by this morning. And oh, you have women here too, and steaks. <laughs> I was here for a steak. Uh, so they will they will be here, and it's one of their biggest events of the year. And they uh, they're always great when they pop in. So we'll tell you when the hottie cam is up and running when those ladies are here. But that's not it, right? We also have an announcement to make about oh. a Preston and Steve event that I think you will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get you the details. I'm going to hold off on that, but it's uh, it's a party. It's all there is to it, and we'll yeah. tell you. More about that a little bit later on. So those things, and I know I'm missing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we, we have another thing, which I'm going to hold <laughs> off announcement-wise. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now, but maybe we'll do it after the entertainment break. Yeah. A little thing that we whipped up together that we're going to begin tomorrow that we'll need your help with. So it's a morning of announcements. It's a morning of free stuff. I think that sounds pretty good. Yeah, man. Damn good. So we'll take a break. Come back in a second. I've got the entertainment report all set up. A stupid question with some giveaways. We'll be back in just a moment. Hang with us this morning, if you will, please. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? 
Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 5.58 p.m. That's uh, Nick pulled up the official information. So that is when spring officially begins. I'm going to do a stupid question. We will give away today a pair of tickets to see Dane Cook. He's going to be at the Met on Saturday, March 30th. Question I have for you this morning. In The Lion King, the movie, what is Simba's mother's name? Sim- we, of course, we immediately know the dad, but that's right. What's the mother's name? All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. What is Simba's mother's name? And, and it's not Mommy. It's not Mommy. No, yeah. it's her official name. Uh, let's see if you know. I'm going to go through some birthdays today, Wednesday, March 20th, celebrating a birthday today. The lead singer of the band Franz Ferdinand, uh, Alex Capranos, uh, celebrates his birthday today. He is 47. I like this band. Years old today. This is the only song that I know? Yeah, it's the, the only one I know. They have a couple yeah. of catchy tunes. Yeah. Uh, I do love this song when it comes on, because you never know. When Casey's going to do his little magic dance. Yeah. Coming in, you don't really do it anymore. I don't. Nope. You know what? Uh, because he's getting old, Chris. The old knees are giving out. I may have to, I may have to, you know, dust it off from time to time. Do you time. think it's time to teach an apprentice? No. Okay. No, no you're not getting old. You just think the, the bit is getting old. The bit old. is oh, getting I old. I got you. Okay. I still love it. So you just but wait we for just it. expect Are uh, seltzer bottles old? Uh, Pratt balls old? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, so Alex is uh, 47 today. Moving on, uh, William Hurt, great actor. Yes. Is 69 years old today. So many good things. Yeah, I wonder if he'll be in uh, the next uh, Avengers movie somehow or another. I, I, he could we, be. Do we know his fate at the end of uh, no the, the last one? So he's in uh, the Incredible Hulk, and he was in um, the, what was it Civil War? Civil War, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's in uh, the last Avengers Infinity War. He's the hologram when uh, they come back from right. Wakanda. He's uh, hanging out. He's, he's not actually in the room with Rhodey, but uh, Rhodey's talking to him, and they're talking about treason, and then okay. Rhodey just kind of wipes him away. Uh, but he's been in so many good things over the year. I mean, you know, the years, Body Heat, Altered States, The Big Chill, uh, you know, just on and on. And the, Children, doctor, the Doctor is a great movie, Steve, I, I love. love The Doctor. Yeah. And also Children of a Lesser God. And you know what else he is in is uh, Broadcast News. And his co-star in that movie, Holly Hunter, celebrates the <gasps> same birthday. Hey. Do you think they put them both in the movie because of that reason? I think that is the main Who reason. Has the same birthday? That they were put in that film together. Oh, you can act too? So he's 69. Holly Hunter is 61. The most recent thing with her, The Incredibles 2, is Elastigirl. Yeah. So good. Uh-huh. And uh, she's uh, she's great as well. You gotta and, love her. Uh, Steve, you were saying that there is more extended scenes in... Is it Batman versus Superman? Yeah, Batman v Superman. A okay. whole, but a whole another half hour. You get a little bit more explanation of her. She's the the uh, the senator mm-hmm. uh, who's fighting uh, Luthor. I love her line. You know, you can piss in a jar and call it Granny's yeah. Beach Tea if you want to. And then later on, she sees it. <laughs> right? Yeah, a, a big jar of pee with that label on it in front of her. She's at the hearings. Uh, she's great. Sixty one today. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that from? That's from Raising, Raising Arizona. Arizona. Oh I thought that God. was the one where she was crying. <laughs> That's not her. That's no. Uh, no. That's Sean Goodman and the other dude. The guy we had him in studio. The but they were in a movie with her. Uh-huh. They yeah. were. Yeah. So uh, there we go. 
No, I, I know what you were going to play. That. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so love much. Him so much. <laughs> That's a great movie. After just Arizona. just abducting the child. All right, so I've never seen that movie. It's, <laughs> oh. Is it great? Yeah, it's Who really made good. It? It's uh, real quirky. The, the Coen brothers. brothers. Yeah, it's, okay. it's very quirky and in their style. A lot of great camera angles and cool things that happen and their goofy characters. Yes, really good moments to, yeah. a, to a, a very good film. I, I like The Big Lebowski you know, better, but I, I think uh, it's great. I use Raising Arizona kind of as a, a personality litmus test. If you don't like that movie, chances are we're not going to be good friends. Uh, well, one of the one of the best scenes of that, which is sort of a real cast off, is when Nicolas Cage is going to buy little toys for the kids. Yeah, and he he, he goes, he goes, you have anything like like uh, fun shapes? And the guy behind the counter goes, we got balloons. They're round. <laughs> if you think that's fun. It's <laughs> just circular. <laughs> you got a panty on your head, boy. There's, oh. a, there's a lot of great lines. Oh, there we go. So much. <laughs> I know you do, honey. I love him so much. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, so happy birthday, Holly Hunter. Uh, John Delancey, who is Q from The Next Generation, Star Trek The Next Generation. He be, he was on the first episode and the last episode and many episodes in between. I was uh, happy to see him pop up in a small role on Breaking Bad while I was watching that, too. Uh, but he he's one of those character actors. He, he is. You just see him here and there. He the creepy doctor in uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the beginning of the movie, yeah. <laughs> He's 72. Oh, that was... That's his audition. That's cute. Uh, Spike Lee has his birthday today. Uh, Spike Lee is 62. Most recently, Black Klansman. Did you uh, see it? I did not. I have it, and I haven't watched it yet. It's really good. Is it good? It's, it's done in a, uh, a, a stylized version that Spike Lee, the way Spike Lee does uh, right. his stuff, but uh, Adam Driver is actually really good in the movie. Nice. Uh, 62 today. Uh, Hal Linden. Why did I mention him the other day? <laughs> we were talking. I, I accidentally <laughs> said his name. Oh, uh, the drummer. The drummer. Uh, yeah. Hal. Damn it. Now all I have is Hal Linden on the brain. Uh, but that uh, the great drummer from the Wrecking Crew, Hal Blaine. Yes. Uh, had, Hal had, had passed away, and I said Hal Linden at the very end when we were wrapping up our tribute. To Almost him. got out. I know. No problem. But I always liked Hal Linden. Barney Miller, great drummer. He's a great drummer. He's Eighty-eight years old today. He uh, was a bit of a sex symbol, believe it or not, during the Barney Miller days. Really? Older women. Wow. Dug his mustached ass. All right. Uh, the great Bobby Orr, ho- hockey uh, Hall of Fame player, is uh, 71 years old today. Great drummer. Uh, he's not a great drummer. Well, I don't know. He might be a great drummer. I should yeah, why not? He's a I don't know great these things. crossword puzzle clue. <laughs> Uh, Bobby Orr? Yeah. And, O-R-R? And, yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know what another one is? Is a three-letter one. There's a lot of yeah. those the same as all. Yeah. A-W-L. A-W-L is a good one. Uh, so. Uh, Blank West. Um, uh, the, you know, song, singer. Oh, Blank May. West, yeah. May West and uh, Boa, as in, you know, like uh, Amazon Serpent. Yes. Oh, Boa. Yeah. B-O-A. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, Bobby Orr, great crossword puzzle clue. <laughs> and apparently uh, a serpent. Hell of a drummer, 71 today. Uh, the great Carl Reiner uh, is 97 wow. years old. Was it Rob Reiner's birthday just a few days ago? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Are they related? They are father and son, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, but yeah, great comedy writer, director, actor, uh, 97 years old today. And- oh, you know, he's some of our favorites, Preston. He did The, the Man with Two Brains. Yeah. He did uh, uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Yep. Uh, the Jerk. Uh, the Jerk, oh my God. And he also did a great movie with Dick Van Dyke about a silent film star that's really kind of sad. About the decline of a career, it's called yeah. the comic. Okay, really good. Um, and uh, acted late. I, I don't know if he does any 
anything on film any longer, but the Ocean's films. He was yeah. in all those. He's 97 today. Pat Riley, NBA coach, is 74. Did he ever have uh, the ungelled hair? The un... I don't know. It always looked pretty... Slick like a, back? Like a very determined quaff to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last birthday is uh, hottie actress Ruby Rose. Oh. Orange is the New Black, John Wick Chapter 2, and the new Batwoman. She is 33. Years and birthday. she's good. Yeah. She's good. She's a singer, too? Is she? Is that why? She's in Pitch Perfect 3. She's in Pitch Perfect 3, but Case, I don't think that's... Okay. I I don't know. It may be her singing, but I haven't heard anything about she her. She was a dancer. You didn't like her in John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she was a dancer. She was a dancer. Jinx. Oh my God. Call, Call me. me. Oh. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. The Disney film Lion King. What is Simba's mother's name? Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. So we're going to go to Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Morning. How are you guys? We are great, Cindy. We'll do even better if you can tell me what uh, Simba's mother's name was. Sarabi. Sarabi. That is correct. Sarabi. Hang on a second, Cindy. I would not have known that. We're going to get your info, and we are going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Mr. Dane Cook, who will be at the Met on Saturday, March 30th. Some tickets remain, and you can get those at Ticketmaster.com. Preston, does Sarabi ever remarry? After the death? I don't know. Yes. Okay. I don't know the fate of her. Ended up becoming Sarabi Hanjabi. It was her last Sarabi name. Sarabi Hey, uh, days after slamming the tabloids over reports that she attempted suicide, Paris Jackson is lashing out at the paparazzi who, she says, make her life hell. Uh, she said, uh, this is a post, or she tweeted out, parts at gas station, waiting for my boyfriend to pump gas, closes eyes to listen to favorite song, Ga- uh, paps take pick and zoom in so you can't see that I'm parked and accuse me of falling asleep at the wheel, she tweeted. So she's in the passenger side of the seat? No, I think, no, she's she was, driving, the, okay. the just, boyfriend, boyfriend was pumping gas. Oh, okay, so she's just hanging out with she's her. She's sitting there, All right. she's, you know, getting into a song and closing her eyes, and she's behind the wheel, and it looks like she's falling asleep <laughs> at the wheel. It's actually a pretty crafty shot. And then, then she writes, uh, will, when will they stop? This pack, past week, it's been nonstop bull S. I'm so sick of it. On Monday night, Paris also appeared at uh, Netflix's The Dirt premiere with her boyfriend. The there are a lot of people there. Uh, Gabriel Glenn, and she looked uh, stylish and relaxed. There were a lot of people there. Yeah, you know who else was there? Uh, Kate Beckinsale nope. and Pete Davidson. Okay. Yeah, a lot of celebs. All of the attention and the rumored suicide attempt and subsequent reports that loved ones are trying to get her into therapy comes on the heels of the HBO documentary about her dad, Michael Jackson. Several family members have come out objecting to the film, and Paris is among them, but she has also said that it simply isn't her role to defend his legacy anymore. So she's having some issues with the uh, the paparazzi. Wendy Williams is getting real about her struggles with drugs. The Wendy Williams Show host revealed on Tuesday that she is living in a sober house yeah. to help wow. understand the struggle that fellow recovering addicts grapple with. So she made an announcement. I, I caught a little bit of Do we have it? We do. Okay. It's a little weird yeah, because no. just from the statement that you said, she's living in that this house to understand what... She's living in this house because she's an addict. Yes. That's why. It's, oh. it's not some grand experiment no, no. or some undercover investigation. Yep. She's living in the house because she's a recovering addict. So here is uh, her talking about that. Well... And she gets very emotional yes. in this. For some time now, I have been living in... A sober house and you know I've had a struggle with cocaine 
in my past, and I never went to a place to get the treatment. I don't know how, except God was sitting on my shoulder, and I just stopped. Nobody, nobody knew, because <clears throat> I look so glamorous out here. Ugh. I looked so okay. glamorous. Listen, mm-hmm. I she's having issues with drugs. I yep. hope she yes, gets over right. that. I can't stand looking at her. Okay. No. I just, oh. Does she always look like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's had something done. A whole bunch, a whole bunch of oh, stuff yeah. done. Yeah. A whole bunch because of stuff done. Because she was a, a naturally attractive woman, I was saw. Cyborg had less work oh. done. But I, ho- I hope she gets the help she needs. Absolutely. And Only the best for her and the best wishes for her recovery. I, I personally, I, I think she's kind of an a-hole. I, I just, I always Well, have. we had heard that. Yeah. And well, hey, that, if, listen... So she was apparently a, a freaking nightmare on the set, and the, mm-hmm. the crew on the show loved it when she was away. Now, if she was a nightmare because she was addicted maybe and was dealing with all those issues, might help. maybe this can help that. Listen, yeah. if you're suffering, don't come to us for sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I hey, if, you're, if you're a nice person. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And right. we, we gave some words of encouragement, even though we say categorically, horrible looking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's her describing her routine, but she talks about being glamorous, and she's got that oh, football-sized yeah. diamond on her hand. How and, you doing? Yeah, all right, here we go. After I finish my appointments, I am driven by my 24-hour sober coach back to a home that I live in here in the tri-state with a bunch of smelly boys who've become my family. Doors locked by 10 p.m., lights out by 10 p.m., so I go to my room, and I stare at the ceiling, and I fall asleep to wake up to come back here to see you. So that is my truth. That is her truth. Uh, so before she opened up on the show, she revealed that uh, no one else knew what was going on besides her husband, Kevin Hunter. Uh, she said, uh, nobody knew because I look so glamorous out here. Yeah, that's the same thing with us. People don't know that we suffer inside because we always look so glamorous. It's hard to look past the glamour. Oh, my God. It's almost like a suit of armor, There's Steve. a person behind this veneer of glamour that I have all the time. And I know people say, oh, there goes glamorous Steve. No. Not even thinking that maybe that day I cried. They have no idea. No idea. That there's a soft human it drives being me crazy. inside there. They're the glamour boys. Do the glamour I not please? Boys. Uh, she said, after I finish my appointments, I am driven by my 24-hour sober coach back to the home that I live in the tricep. Oh, she already said all this, so. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, the revelation comes after she returned to the show after a two-month break uh, that she had previously said was due to Graves' disease. Uh, she concluded, encouraging fellow addicts to call the organization that she and her husband founded to help fellow addicts, the Hunter Foundation 24-hour 805 Hunter is available if they need assistance, she said, revealing that they've already helped to place 56 people in recovery centers. So I hope that's nonprofit. On this on this one yeah. angle, Preston, so, okay, yes, and obviously we do wish her the best. Her entire mm-hmm. show is gossip about this and drug mm-hmm. people who's doing drugs and blah, 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 blah. She's done that for years, and she's been pretty vindictive a lot of times. Oh, yeah. So, okay, but listen, if this means she's cleaning the slate and she's going to get her life right, that's fine. Yep. Oh, yep. and she's unattractive. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. She's messed up her face. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Game of Thrones. I'm trying to balance it out there, folks. Uh, the Game of Thrones plot twist has forced star Kit Harrington into therapy, he reveals in a cover story with wow. Variety. Yeah, the 32-year-old also reveals his struggle with life in the 
White Hot Spotlight, thanks to the fame that he has achieved through the popular show. He said, it wasn't a very good time in my life. I felt I had to feel that I was uh, the most fortunate person in the world, when actually I felt very vulnerable. Oh, my God. I had a shaky time in my life around there, like uh, I think a lot of people do in their 20s. Uh, He said that he hit rock bottom when his character Jon Snow became the focal point of the show. He said, my darkest period was when the show seemed to become so much about Jon... I really didn't like the focus of the whole show coming on to John, even though it was uh, invalidating my problem about being the weak link because things were about John. Uh, He said, when you become the cliffhanger of a TV show, and a TV show probably at the height of its power, the focus uh, focus on you is effing terrifying, he said. So it was a bit much for him. Uh, Nowadays, he's doing fine, though. He said, it's like when you're at a party and the party's getting better and better, and you reach this point where the party uh, is peaked, he said, and I don't know what I could do. I'm sorry, what I could uh, what I could find more from this, you realize, well, there isn't more. This is it. And the more that you can find, it's actually in the work rather than the enjoyment surrounding it. What? So it's a lot of, I, I have no idea. There was yeah. apparently a lot of stress coming down on him because he felt he was he didn't want to be the, the focus of the show. Yeah. I wonder when they told him his character was going to die for a little bit, that uh, um, th- how they gave yeah. that to him. And what was, was his reaction? Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, so yeah. much better knowing that I don't have a job. Yep. Uh, so the final season premieres on April 14th. Uh, he said, HBO went balls out, I think the term is. <laughs> he said they could have easily... Is that the new king? Set the same budget. Balls, balls out. out. of the Of the Iron Islands. Balls out. Uh, no. The layers on the line. They tell you the truth. I always have my balls out. <laughs> Lord balls out. Uh, they could have easily <laughs> set... This is Queen Cooter. Set the same budget as they did for season 77, but they went bigger. Green flash the hash. Oh, God. Uh, he said, the end of John's journey, whatever that may be, I was satisfied with how his story ended. So There are um, so many promotional things involved with the wrap-up of this. I sent you an article today. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. So it, it pertains to, um, I'll let you read it and, and, and impart the news, but there's uh, there are things being left around the planet, basically, like little Easter egg things and gifts really? for fans. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> and, uh, I'll let you impart it. And very Steve Preston cool. and I were reading uh, off air yesterday about all of the stuff that's getting set up for the prequel for the next uh, series. And so how soon after the end of Game of Thrones will the prequel kick in? I don't know, but they haven't really started production yet. They're just doing it in the casting yeah. uh, stages right now. So I buckled really quickly. I was I was about four or five episodes in, and then I was like, and I was watching 50 million other things at the same time. So I figured I'll just let it wrap up, and then I'll catch it up that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so the prequel will take place thousands of years before this particular story. So. Wow. Is there yeah. any book to back that up, or is, that, is this just uh, made there, up? There's like a compendium Okay. Um, that I have that Beth Gardner had bought me, and it's called... Um, what is it called? Stella got a groove back. No, no, no. That's completely different. It's <laughs> Angela Bassett. Uh, no, it was... Uh, so the, the, the story of Game of Thrones is called The Song of Ice and Fire, um, and I forgot the... I, know I forgot the name about. of this book. It's called something like The History of Ice and Fire. But anyhow. Dog and Butterfly. It, uh, no, that was hard. God damn it. Who did that song. You are not helping. So anyway. It's uh, literally the opposite of helping. Because when he starts firing <laughs> those things you out, your brain can't I'm, work. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> you are not. Essentially, Nick, the framework of that story is all there in this compendium. Book. Okay. So, uh, oh. but, but no official novels have been written as far as my knowledge. So this is basically a, a, a time long ago to yes. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. now I got it. It'll be, you know, it'll cover the, the origin of the Targaryens and all that stuff. So, anyway, 
Other things to get to. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle continue to support those who have been affected by the shootings in New Zealand mosques. On Tuesday, they appeared at the New Zealand House in London, uh, and they signed a book of condolences, left bouquets in the victim's honor, uh, and uh, said some nice things as well. Now, despite uh, having been a member of the royal family since 2011, Kate Middleton had never had a solo appearance with Queen Elizabeth until Tuesday. Uh, Megan, by the way, has gone on solo appearances with the Queen. Uh, she did it a few weeks ago, after, or a few weeks after her wedding to Prince Harry. But Kate and the Monarch toured a high-tech university in central London as well. Then he did, uh, Princeton, they, it was a wonderful uh, uh, day because they had pictures. I was looking at it on the Daily Mail. Uh, Manny Petty's and the Knife Fly. Oh, yeah. well, that was nice. The feelings of a plague. We're not even in the tube yet. Uh, I got to get back over to our fly. Uh, oh, by the way, Nick found the book. It's called A World of Ice and Fire. There you go. That's the one from uh, Game of Thrones. If you want to learn all about the world of <laughs> Westeros and everything involved in that, what? Nothing that Steve said. Yeah, nothing. nothing. At all. I think, I, think I was pretty close. <laughs> I, I Dog if... and Butterfly is a nice song. Yeah, yeah. It's it very is. pleasant. But... <laughs> I wonder if there's a contest there where like, you're given like tough... Moderately tough math problems, and see who can figure it out first with Steve talking in the background. <laughs> oh, and yeah. distracting you? Yeah, that's a, uh, that's right. a great contest. I'm basically <laughs> Simon Legree with the with the with the, uh, rail, the railroad tracks dynamited. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have to do that. That's a really right. good yeah. contest. Right. I'm basically a, a human. Was it what are you, the word gar- jumbler? The uh, the yes. device we use to uh, garble words? Oh, yeah. the speech yeah. jammer. Speech jammer. Yeah. yeah. All right, so what else we have here? Uh, soap legend uh, from Young and the Restless, Christoph St. John, had passed away due to heart disease and an accidental alcohol overdose. Oh, my God. I know, that's sad. The guy had been on soap operas for years. Yeah, the two-time Emmy winner was found dead on February 3rd. <clears throat> Excuse me, he survived by his fiance, And he also had a, a daughter named Paris and another one named Lola. He was uh, preceded in death by his son, Julian, which is horrible. So we were he was buried in, beside him. We were down in Florida, Preston. I just happened to, during the day, I was back at the hotel. You know, I was uh, trying to get all glammed up, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, yes, uh, and I didn't realize there are still a number of soap operas on CBS. Yeah, yeah. They still, they, yeah, they, yeah. there's still a fair amount that run. Uh, 50-year-old Patricia Arquette jokes that she is ready to find herself after playing Dee Dee Blanchard, a woman with Munchausen Syndrome by proxy in Hulu's real crime series, The Act. We were talking about this yesterday. Dee Dee's teenage daughter, Gypsy Rose, helped murder Dee Dee with her boyfriend's help. Uh, And that's because, if you remember, Dee Dee was forcing her daughter to act as if she were disabled and sick and dying, yeah. and they got all kinds of free stuff and attention and things like that. It was a very bizarre, real story. Dee Dee used uh, UPS to make her mother DOA. Uh, she uh, <laughs> she said, you usually don't get that interesting of a part as a woman. That complicated. So I think that's part of it. Uh, and she was talking about why she jumped on the role so quickly. She gets a lot of good work. Uh, into another crazy woman role after uh, Denimora. Uh, Arquette is quick to note that she can be a bit of a crazy woman, too. She said, if you saw my pack rat piles, you would question my scruples. <laughs> uh, so she admits being a little nutty. So we have a hair change. Thank you to Marissa. In the world of entertainment, it's a huge happening. Yes. Channing Tatum what? is kissing his famous brunette hair goodbye and saying hello to a surprising blonde the dude. Who is that? Very tight cropped blonde. He almost looks like a little bit like the hair he had in that uh Jupiter Rising. I didn't see it. It's horrible. Is it? Yeah. It's horrible. Uh some people are saying he looks like Eminem. Yeah, actually uh, a little oh. bit more Eminem. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. 
So, like Zach Efron, uh, Chris Messina, and Maluma before him, the Hail Caesar actor is fully embracing his blonde strands and new haircut. Maluma it's... is Mechaleka High's sister. Huh? Okay, I was wondering who that was. Uh, taking to his Instagram stories, the 38-year-old star surprise, uh, surprises his 17.1 million followers with a jaw-dropping look. Uh, he wrote, bad idea, or he said, ha, 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 alongside a poll that says yes, no. Oh, well, how should we vote? I uh, don't know. I'm going to vote, listen, uh, it makes him look much younger. So you say not think, a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. No. It doesn't look terrible. It's Probably for a movie, right? I think so, right? And who Gotta cares? Be. He hasn't indicated that. But okay. when you're that good looking, you can do whatever you want to your hair and you will be fine. Don't God, I know it. Uh, God, could you imagine being that good looking at, where that didn't impact, where every little thing you didn't do just oh, didn't yeah. exacerbate the horror you are? Yep. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, I can't. Like, I, I never look at myself in the bathroom mirror because that particular lighting really brings out the the mistake I am. Not until you get glammed up anyway. Then, oh, no, then I get glammed up. Then you have yeah. the lights on around the mirror oh. and the whole deal. And that's it. That's the, oh. li- that's the lie I'm living. Yeah, so glam up, gang. <laughs> While Tatum doesn't disclose if his uh, followers voted in favor of his new do, he does follow up his previous Insta story with a simple statement. He said, well, bad ideas are sort of my thing. So, and he left it at that. So what? Uh, you know, you're supposed to make that next part Oh, up. damn, I don't know. I never played that. No. We're still waiting. So Dog and Butterfly is what he wrote. <laughs> uh, Late Late Show, James Corden has been recruited to host the 2019 Tony Awards, which he's done before. It'll be good to get back in a, to an award show that actually has host. Uh, he won a Tony himself in 2012 for his performance in One Man, Two Governors. And uh, previously hosted the Tonys in 2016. He said, I'm thrilled to be returning to host Tonys. The uh, Broadway community is very dear to my heart. And I'm beyond proud to be a part of this incredible, special night. Uh, It will be at Radio City Music Hall, June 9th. And nominations are announced coming up April 30th. Uh, A new, another new poster for Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood dropped yesterday. This one features Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate. Uh, on Monday, the oh. first poster with uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio came out. I wonder what that was because I saw another one for the new Tarantino movie, and, and all it had was was this uh, this elephant with huge floppy ears. That's, uh, that's Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, entirely different movie. Really? About, yeah, like Danny DeVito's in it. It's about an elephant. Oh, well, that makes sense. So uh, it's a flying elephant, man. They got to kill people. Once Upon a uh, Time in Hollywood is set to be released on July 26th. I wonder how this is going to be tonally, because um, if it's going to be Pulp Fiction-y, is it going to be more straight ahead because it's sort of based on a real story? It's a good question. You know, because, because it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a series of murders. It's set against the Sharon Tate's in it. Are they following sort of clinically the time leading up to the, nah, the murders? Or I don't see Quentin doing that. I don't see that either. At all. He's got, I mean, he's got to put his own twist. I mean, look what he did with Inglorious Bastards. I mean, yeah. it's a World War II movie that has completely fantasy right. yeah. outcome to it and murders that didn't happen, so he did his own thing. But I, I don't know, Steve. Maybe maybe they'll... Maybe if, they'll... if I were betting, he he's using that that murder as a backdrop, as a backdrop to that time in L.A. Yeah, Maybe like you remember Summer of Sam. Same, yeah, exactly. How With, it was, it was happening, of, but yeah. it was not. Well, well it was the focus of the film. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it was more of a back. Uh, it background. was happening in the back uh, against the backdrop of the uh, right, Sam right. murders. He is such a good filmmaker. There is that 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 one scene in Inglorious Bastards where the German guys and they're eating strudel with Shoshana. Yeah. Yep. 
I want to kill him for the way he eats that strudel. <laughs> oh my god! I yeah. can't. I, you know, it's gotten to the point that I can't. I just can't watch that scene anymore. Because What's I worse? Get, I get filled with so much rage. Christoph Waltz <laughs> eating strudel or Sean Connery eating steak in Red Hot Red October Two? Ooh, we could do most annoying eating moments in All a right. movie. You All right. know we could do that because I also have another thing that's not an eating thing that's okay. currently driving me out of my skull, okay. and it's along those lines. It's not eating. Are you watching Jeopardy? The current champ is such a goddamn overclicker. Yes, oh, I really? Know. I know, Steve. Right? Oh, my God. I mean, it's so effing annoying. You know, um, well, maybe, maybe by that, you mean with the signaling button. Okay, so I was talking to somebody on uh, Friday night <laughs> when we were down in Clearwater, and this guy's wife was on Jeopardy. And uh, he told a story about the fact that she never got the clicking timing down right yeah and that's why she lost and so i think that i've never been on jeopardy but um there is actually like a, a light that lights up and gives you a countdown that you have to click in that you cannot click before and you cannot click uh you it, it'll take is you that like, it if you click early it it'll penalize you by a half second because i know it, alex I, oh does it yeah because so, yes. i know alex always finishes the question that's part of the deal but there's yeah. a part where you can click in where that light stops but if you do it before then you're penalized for it and by penalized, it means like you're you're, you're, you're locked, locked out. out. You're yeah. locked out. Yeah. Well, listen, the dude's the champion, man. It's, okay. a, it's, it's a, a woman. Technique's working for her. She's the champ. And honestly, Preston, she's on the way to probably being one like of the best. Stratospheric. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, we may. We and may, John Connery's a loud eater. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I give us one chance in three. <laughs> Do you mind if I eat like this? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for mashed potatoes. Oh, what about him? He, he sounds kind of similar to yeah. uh, Caitlyn Jenner a hey, little bit there. Mind your manners. You got, <laughs> you got a little bit of borscht on your what? And your, and your goatee. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what did I marry? Oh my you know, God. I never saw you in the light of a submarine. All right. Uh, and then I'll get the torpedoes. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Blood tubes two and three. Hunt for Red October. <laughs> Read them and weep. I'm so happy being a Roshki. As they're as they're listening for that <sighs> that, that, that whirring sound with that particular type of engine, they're hearing. Yeah. Hey, it sounds like that, doesn't it? Yes. That's got to be man-made. Yeah. Oh, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a semen joke in here somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's filled with Russian semen. <laughs> Let's clear that tube. Last story. Okay. Uh, after months of teasers, the full uh, first look at Toy Story 4 has arrived. The trailer's out. You guys get your I yeah. watched it. I, I love the concept. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, just to uh, bring you up to speed, you know when you're a kid and you make your own toy? Mm-hmm. The, the uh, a made toy, a toy that the kid made that the other toys are with, yep. uh, goes missing. Life. Yeah. Comes to life, goes missing, and uh, the, the toy is a spork. <laughs> and just wants to be a spork, And that's too. it. Wants to, to be a toy. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So, uh, of course, the, star, the trailer stars Woody, Buzz, Jesse, Slinky Dog, Rex, Ham, and others. Uh, in it, the crew is setting into life uh, in Bonnie's room, which who they were left to. Right. Uh, when uh, Forky comes in and... <laughs> Sends old and new toys on a road trip. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele are also joining in the fun this time around. Uh, Annie Potts is back as Bo Peep. She's great. uh, Which is great. And this will be debut in theaters on uh, June 21st, by the way. Who is going to... Who's voicing Slinky now? Because... uh, Don Rickles passed? No, no, he was a potato head. He was a potato head. Slinky Dog was... uh, 
Jim Varney. Hayburn, Jim Varney, yeah. That's yeah. right. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Morgan Freeman Preston. Uh, so I'm a slinky dog. Let's see if uh, Nick is pulling I'm a tar. A lot of returning cast. I think Don Rickles is in it. I think they, they, they did his voice parts before he passed. What, do they uh, use voodoo? Uh, no, they have... Oh, that's Mrs. Potato Head. Slinky Dog is a guy named Blake... I'm the slinkiest of dogs. Blake, Blake Clark, Clark, yeah. All right, so it, it's not a tough impression to do. And uh, Bud Lucky's in it. Bud passed uh, last year, um, and he's a legendary Disney animation guy. So oh, yeah. He did the Alligator King, and we talked about him when he passed. He, and in the uh, in the Incredibles, he's the agent Yes, that uh, that clears their memory and, and did stuff. A, and a Pixar short called he, Bounden, which is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, that's not the guy who's the library... Detective in Seinfeld. Am I thinking of somebody else? You're thinking of somebody else. I'm not okay. really sure. Uh, so June 21st. Dog and Butterfly. That's when it comes <laughs> out. Uh, wait, oh. yeah, June 21st, and uh, the trailer's out if you do want to see that. And we just talked to Christina Hendricks. She's in it as well. Who is she? Uh, a, a new person named Gabby Gabby. Presty. <laughs> oh. Boozy. Uh, yeah, they show the, uh, uh, in, in the trailer, they, they show the, it's it's one of the toys in the new area where Bo Peep is. So. You know, but in classic style of Toy Story, Preston, uh, they always have some disturbing imagery, and there's a shot of some ventriloquist dummies coming yeah. out of the dark. Oh, I hate mm-hmm. those things. <laughs> yep. All right, we're ready for clips. Let's do them. All-American follows an all-star high school football player from the South as Two worlds collide after he's recruited to play for Beverly Hills High School. In this clip, uh, Daniel Ezra discusses the character's journey. I think just to see how he navigates the, uh, the two worlds of Crenshaw and, and Beverly Hills, people might be surprised that, you know, we, we don't just stay in Beverly Hills. We move back and forth quite frequently. You know, it's almost a 50-50 split between the time we spend and watching him try to find his place both in Crenshaw and in Beverly Hills is, is for me, one of the most ex- exciting parts. Because I have to use the bathroom. Uh, so the All American season finale uh, airs tonight at nine a.m. On wow, the, the season's wrapping up already. Yeah, nice the season finale is nine a.m. <laughs> wow, it's ending and it's on in the morning. It's, I had no idea. It's ending this. It's beginning and ending the entire season this morning. Uh, no, nine p.m. on the CW tonight. <laughs> uh, let's do the next clip. I don't even. Just it, no one watches it anyway, so in, just dismiss that. In us, <laughs> glowing review. Yeah. In us, a family's <laughs> simple lives are turned to chaos when a tribe of doppelgangers begins to terrorize them. In this clip, Jordan Peele talks about the deeper meaning of his new film. In its core, this movie is about the fact that them is our enemy. As people, we we blame the other. We blame the in, invader, the the mysterious neighbors and perhaps the true enemy the true villain is us yeah! interesting premieres uh this friday by the way looks really Ooh, good it looks really good at 99 on uh rotten tomatoes and you know what has is off to a good start uh, pet cemetery is at a 92 percent. excellent yeah looking forward to that all right there you go it's your entertainment report this morning a couple things to let you know about we have uh free dunk and iced coffee for an entire year for a secret text for today whoa so text the word secret to 39333. We're going to send one word back to you. Later on, we'll ask you to call him with that word and the designated caller wins free Dunkin' Ice Coffee for an entire year. And by the way, they have $2 medium iced coffees all day long. But if you stop by uh, today, One Bala Plaza, when we tell you, we'll let you know when it's up and running. But uh, we have our friends bringing by the Dunkin' Cruiser outside our West Lobby and free iced coffee today because it's the first day of spring.
I love that. That'd be cool. Dude. I love free stuff. So when that is up and running, uh, we will let you know. Okay, and we have a couple of announcements today too. We got one's party, one's a fun thing. They're both fun things, really. One water, we one will, drink. Yeah, one drink, <laughs> one water. No, she was a dancer. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We have all this information to reveal through the course of the morning. Oh, and we're going on TV too. We'll do a little Fox Good Day hit. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Now more with Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. You guys got any uh, papers or winter sheets or anything I can borrow to put around here? <laughs> what? Some more? Oh, <laughs> you, you, you have, have to a see lot? It. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's a good problem to have. It's when, when we have a lot of stuff to give away, I have all of these sheets <laughs> of information laying around the, the mixing console, but it gets a little muddled <laughs> and hard to keep track of everything. I've just got a pile of them with all of the... Uh, uh, the free coffee and the uh, the other day, Preston stuff you were, we have coming up. The announcements you were things. saying you didn't have enough, you yeah. know, like, and, and now we got too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing is when, when you've been away a couple times, and you know, and I've handled some of the bulk and split it with Casey, and I'll have sheets over here, and you end up playing like information solitaire. Yeah, where you're like moving one. No, no, this is more important. No, that, 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 that and it, it totally. becomes this nightmare. Yeah, but uh, all right. Anyhow, but it's it's loaded with stuff to give away, and that's a good thing. So uh, we have some announcements coming up a little later. We will get to those in a little while. Interesting story that popped up last week. We didn't get a chance to get to it, but uh, it has to do with honeymoons. Um, after getting married, people going... And it, listen, we've talked about honeymoons before. Do you go immediately after the, right. the ceremony's over the next day? Maybe wait a couple of weeks or a month or something. Let things settle down a little bit. Do you bit. bring your girlfriend? You bring your girlfriend along with you because <laughs> that can be expensive. Uh, but uh, apparently there is a new trend that is starting to take place. Now, I use that term lightly. I don't know how many people are getting on board for this or not. But they're doing a solo honeymoon trip. A solo moon. So on Instagram, almost 1,500 posts display this new trend where newlyweds decide to vacation alone or with friends after the wedding (laughs) rather than with each other. Uh, I was reading about it. And so the mindset is you spend so much time with each other that it's a time to sort of go off and clear your mind. Uh, yeah, I trust uh, to me. me. It, I, it spells disaster. It, it does for me as well. Right? It yeah. does for me as well. It's like another bachelorette party. But apparently it's getting traction. Um, you know what I didn't know in reading this article about it, which was from uh, uh, CBS Locally, CBS 3. Uh, in the early days of honeymoons, the early 1800s, that was actually a time for couples. The, the Part of the reason why they did it was to travel and visit relatives who couldn't make it to their wedding. Oh, oh no kidding. Interesting. So, hence the getaway real quick and go see people as a new married couple. I could see that being the case. They, yeah. they, because they, the FaceTime didn't work back then. Right. No. Yeah. 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 Very, it was, it was scattershot it was at best. embryonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just doing the marriage tour is what it is. And, yeah. You know, they're, they're just, all right, and, all right we're going to go say hello to all these people at the table. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got married, Paul. That's great news. Go feed the chicken. Um, um, so it, it is more, all right, so now it just carries on as, as just a tradition, but to me, it, okay? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, it, to me, it just looks like, you know, all those days leading up to the wedding can be very busy and stressful, that it's a way to go, Okay, it's done. We did. I agree. It, you know, I agree. You know what's interesting about marriage in general, and the reason why people would travel to go see uh, friends and relatives <clears throat> that that weren't able to make it was what a big deal it used to be. I mean, it still is a big deal for people to get married, but I mean, a full on like if you didn't get married, mm. there was something wrong with you. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and and especially for women. 
because it was such a uh, male-dominated lifestyle that your chances of surviving on your own were very low uh, on being able to financially support yourself and Listen, stuff like that. Marriage is a wonderful thing. That's I got right. married twice. He did, didn't you? Yeah. Did it twice. So nice. You did it twice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with me. But anyhow, a uh, uh, there's a doctor that was checked. Eyewitness News checked with Dr. Rita De Maria from the Council Relationships. She said, in general, keeping the spark of romantic love alive can happen for a lifetime, but people have to know how to work it. Uh, she says. Calling a non-romantic trip a honeymoon is a bit misplaced. She said if they need a vacation because it fits their lifestyle, uh, uh, but having a honeymoon and calling it that, it's just a romantic idea. So reading a couple of different articles about this, Preston, so it's sort of a zen uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. You take a pause and blah, blah, blah. It seemed more like a mental cleaning thing. But I think if you position it as all the trappings of a honeymoon but without the other person or like a bachelorette party or mm-hmm. <clears throat> that can be an issue. But I think don't you like, don't, don't you want to take the don't you want to go on the the, the trip together? Well, right? suppose you, you go through so much. It's so stressful. And, you know, there's a, a lot. It's very hectic. There's a lot to do during wedding planning that it's a way for the couple to then relax and enjoy and their time. Yeah, take a breath and enjoy their time together. If you need a vacation away from each other immediately after your wedding, not I'm sure sorry, that's going to last. I need a break from you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I forgot about, Steve? What? Bros before hoes. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right. I, 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 what, what bride Dude, doesn't you know. want to, what bride won't acquiesce <laughs> wow. to that? Exactly. Oh, I, I understand. It says Your go, bros. It says going away with your friends yes. as opposed to going away. No, that's the bachelor and bachelor. Yeah, that's really what it is. Sisters. Uh, Preston, I've been married so long. Wait, I, sisters before misters? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I didn't know that. Thought, you go, girl. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought you said fisters before misters. Fisters, <laughs> yeah, same thing. Works. Yeah. Works totally. Yeah. I've been so married, or so married for I've so been so long married. That I forgot about bros before hoes, man. Uh, you know, it, wow. we can't forget. No, I, Could uh, you see it as, as, a, as a sort of walkabout? Not a walkabout, but a uh, going by yourself. Yeah. I, that's what it sounds yeah. like. And, and, I, and pick up women when you get there. I know. I couldn't see doing that. My wife and I did not do the traditional honeymoon thing. Neither uh, did we. We number one, we didn't wait or we didn't do it immediately after. We we waited several months. And then we took a trip to California where my uncle has a house in Carmel and other family members met us out there. No, we stayed in a really beautiful location. It was yeah. cool. But we weren't alone. We we were there. We were staying at a family member's house with other family members there. But it but we called it our honeymoon. So you went back to the roots. You visited the people. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what yeah. we did. We couldn't be there. Yeah. Pa, uh, Preston Terry has got something to say. <laughs> we just did this. I married a city girl, Pa. <laughs> Uh, we, I mean, listen. We we did the traditional I, go to the Caribbean and hang out, you know, on an yeah. island by a pool and a beach with a volleyball and doing your dental work with the bottom of a but, skate. But I will say what? that when we were down there, <laughs> that's from the Castaway. 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 It's a movie. Castaway. When, we were, when we were down there, it was you know, like basically like the Northeast just moved down there, and I actually became friendly with uh, some people from Philadelphia, and. You, Kind of hung out with other people anyway. You know what I mean? Like, um, no, I just think in a class, I do know what you mean. In, yeah. in a classic way, though, uh, for me, I think for many people, for many years and years and years, the honeymoon, as Kathy said, is the time you've been through all this morass of stuff and the planning and the execution. The honeymoon is your, you can take a breath and just spend some quality time with the person you just, you know, uh, uh, decided and, and, and in front of everyone said you're going to spend your life with, and you're, you're getting off on that foot. It's your sort of reward. 
for all the tumult involved with putting together a wedding. I've had a few friends who've had destination weddings over the years, and sometimes those destination weddings turn into a post-party with all of your friends slash honeymoon. So the people right. go away on the destination wedding to go see, to spend, you know, to be right. in Italy or the Caribbean or wherever. I couldn't even see that. And then, but then they, I can too, but then they stick around for the honeymoon portion. In of the it. bedroom. Not in the bedroom. No, just on the same <laughs> you resort. You do it? Which to me is like, even well, that's the, a little the, odd. The destination weddings I've been to, the couple, um, have they've left and really? gone yeah like to a different island or a different country so to, they've already gone away for the wedding and then they go even further away right well yeah like they'll, they'll just kind of uh, you know island hop or whatever you go guys to a different stay island here so we're going over can, to Mykonos to hump <laughs> so that they can yeah they can be together but it ended up where everyone was at the wedding stayed at the resort for a few more days so huh. we all hung out and they left for their honeymoon all right. but I wonder which in in the couple pitches this idea first you know so, I was thinking. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, well, while, while the index fingers running up, up and down the back of the couch, I was sort of wondering, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, because because that reaction better be good, because oh. why would you want to do that? Yep, exactly. Uh, to me, that that's the road to this. That is a tough deal to broker. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, maybe this whole idea about doing your solo moon, is that what they're calling they're it? They're calling it a solo, solo moon. moon. Yeah. Um, it, maybe it doesn't spell disaster. Um, because we all will go away without our spouses from time to time. My wife travels a lot. Yeah. But now we're married, and we did go on our You've also been together, honeymoon. yeah, for 20, 20 years. Yeah, 20, yeah. yeah. That's but, the uh, thing. But, uh, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, you, there are other people that, that, that doesn't fly in, in some households. Like, Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, at all, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, honestly, we would have gotten divorced Years ago, because my wife loves to travel, A, and B, my schedule won't allow it. Yeah. And we finally just said, listen, go go do it and, and, and enjoy it. And, and once you realize that you don't have to be surgically attached to the, I adore my wife. Yeah. She adores me. At least that's what it seems to be. She loves the hell out of me. So... Uh, go ahead and do it, yeah. you know, and it's fine. But some people think, well, you got you to gotta be together all the time. Now... If a, if a marriage is falling apart and there's a lot of traveling, that can be the road to disaster. Sure. I feel like um, people who are getting married and don't go on the honeymoon, like kind of like you did, Preston, you, you finally went somewhere. You did go somewhere. Yeah. But like I've known people who are like, yeah, we're not going to do a honeymoon after the wedding. And then they never go. And like I almost feel bad for them. You know, like I, yeah. I want you to go away. My brother's getting married. Go away. <laughs> My brother's away. getting married. And that's what they're doing. And I'm like, I just hope. That you do actually plan something and that you yeah. don't, you know, have this big whole wedding and then you don't go away on a honeymoon. Do it before you have kids, too, yeah. because yeah. then it becomes very, very difficult yeah. to get away. Yeah. Because so, when you come back, you might very well have the beginnings of a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people can't afford the honeymoon. Some people yeah, can't get the time that, off of work yeah. for the honeymoon as well. True. Um, yeah, and, that's and, what, same thing. My brother. That's what malls are for. Yeah. They're and paying malls. for part of the wedding themselves, and it's you know it's just not in their budget right now. But where are you going on your honeymoon? KOP. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, when we did our our honeymoon, we selected where we were going to go, and then our in laws afterwards said we're going to pay for your honeymoon, which was really really great. Um, and I think they did that ahead of time. They waited for us to choose where we were going to go, Midget Town, <laughs> so that when they, you know. We revealed to us. What if they revealed to us ahead of time? We're going to pay for your honeymoon. We're like, okay, well, we'll be back in six months. We're going to take a trip around the world, you know. So, um, what we chose was something uh, affordable, tyrant, regardless. Yeah, (laughs) Jack Talk Die. So, how do you guys feel about this? I have a friend who is a little bit older, is getting married, um, has a house. Her and her fiance live together. They 
have all the things that they need in their house already. Right. So when you have a shower and things like that, you register. They don't have anything to register for. And so she's like, I don't need all of this stuff. I have it already. So oh. they're, they're registering for a gift card Trip. for their honeymoon. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. Sure. You, th- right? This I way, think, you, 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 you've eliminated yeah. selecting something on a list where people go, what, yeah. do they have this, this blender, should we get this? Yeah. A, and then B, um, it's something that they'll enjoy. That they'll yeah. enjoy. But yeah. traditionally, you know, there are some probably older people that want to buy a gift, want yeah. them to open it up this in front of them. This is nonsense. Yeah, you know, but, but she doesn't need anything. I want to get sweet hot champagne glasses. <laughs> I, uh, Kathy, I actually love that idea. Yeah, it's yeah. good, yeah. right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. My friends actually registered at REI, which is very interesting. That's nonsense. <laughs> it seems nonsensical, <laughs> but they wanted to, you know, they're outdoorsy people, and so they were registering for, like, And go things. outside. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, Gramps. But still, yeah. there's a perfect example. If mm-hmm. they, if that's something they like. On the other side of the wedding, when you're buying the gifts and stuff like that, it's a night. You know, I don't know what you need or what you really want. You, yeah. you put this, you put this fruit bowl on the want list. Uh, okay, I guess I'll Dude, get that for you. I'm married and divorced, and and I registered for stuff that never got opened, <laughs> and and it sat in the garage in my old yeah. house. I don't know if my ex-wife ever, you know, opened it ever. But to me, like, yeah. I would much have rather registered for an REI or travel. Right. And Something you'd use. Yeah. yeah. And, and now it's just probably, you know, up for auction or sitting in storage somewhere. Would you, would you ever have considered any, uh, with the notion for all of us here, yeah. a solo moon? No. 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 Right? Because, no. I, but no. yet, would no. you, in your marriage right now, Preston, if you said to Rochelle... I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go hike the the Grand Canyon. I'm gonna go do a, a thing by myself. No, I probably I probably wouldn't. Yeah. No, I but mean, you guys, but you and Casey went on a golf trip together. Sure. You went on a and I went trip. to the Grand Canyon yeah. without my wife. But again, because she doesn't, what I did, I really wanted to do, and she had no zero, interest, zero desire, zero desire yeah, to do that, and she doesn't want to hold me back. And and that's it. It right. wouldn't be I. Need, you can't go on this. Yeah. Trip. It's like I want to do this. If you want to do it, that's cool. But it's not your thing. So Agreed. I'd like to do it. Can I go do this? Yeah. And you can come along too if you right. want. To. Right. Right. <laughs> you don't have to. Go. <laughs> I'm cleaning out. My I'm ba- sorry. You're speaking in Morse code. <laughs> For Lent, I'm cleaning out my basement and house and just getting rid of junk that's in there. Oh, it's such a clutter. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Nick, I found something that was on my registry that was never open. It's in my yeah. basement in a bag. Perfectly fine. It's a steamer. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, a steamer? Yeah. steamer? So what are you going to do with it? You're going you're gonna to try and use it? Now no, because found it? I'll tell you what. I, last year, I bought two steamers. <laughs> so I now have three, and so, I just found one in the basement. No, me, I don't know. I'll let me away. ask you for next year's Pollyanna, or this year's Pollyanna, Who's getting a steamer? No, <laughs> I want to. I want to have. I think we all talked about it. Is to have like a re-gift party where you actually yeah. bring something that could be. We've done it and swap. And We've swap. done it. Yeah, okay. We've I'm done good. it. Yeah. All right, because I might have some uh, silver and china for you okay. that I could bring in. <laughs> some crystal stemware. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that stuff you never opened up? <laughs> well, it's. What's the point of having silver and china when you're divorced? Well, yeah, I told you when we got married. My wife and I got a very generous gift of a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to a uh, to an art museum mm. where the, the the cheap the only thing we could get for 25 bucks was like keychains by the register that said the name of the museum. Right. I'm going to go to a couple calls real quick. We got to move along here. I want to go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Hey, pictures. Hey, what? What's up, Mary? Uh, not much. Uh, talking about the honeymoon, about yep. going to see a family. Yes. Um, when I got married, I actually took a honeymoon a year before the wedding. Okay. We actually took a, yeah, we actually took a cruise to uh, Key West. We did that an exact year before the wedding. So you did a pre-moon. 
So we have yeah, a, we have a solo moon, we have honeymoon, solo moon, and pre moon. Okay. You went on vacation. Yeah, that's all. You just went on vacation. Well, not really. She went with the person she was marrying to relax. No, no. I went on trips with Claire before we got yeah. married. I didn't call them pre honeymoons. Yeah, <laughs> I, we, they were just they were just trips. Yeah. And then six months later, back in October, well, in October, I took my aunt and uncle with us on our honeymoon to Massachusetts. How long have you guys been married? Uh, well, I'm divorced now. Ah! But, <laughs> but we were married nine years and together 18. Okay. Wow. okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, but you took and family then, along on your honeymoon. Yes. And then my mom, when she got married the second time, she actually took her aunt back home to Pittsburgh. Because she got married down in Levittown, but her family's from Pittsburgh. So I'm just enamored actually... of the idea of taking a cruise to Massachusetts. <laughs> no, we took a cruise to US. US. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, <laughs> you, just, then then I just thought you were taking a cruise. I'm taking Dog a six-day yeah, Dog Dog six cruise to you, Massachusetts. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, they, all right, so is. By her reckoning, like every time I go on vacation with my wife, we just call it a honeymoon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. our fifth honeymoon. Yeah. Or every time you get married. <laughs> yeah. Like, Honey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going out go. on a solo moon for milk. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Preston and I have been on a couple of honeymoons down in um, Florida. In Florida. Yeah, yeah. honeymoons. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. Yep. We did have Listen, our honeymoon moments. We're we taking a quick weekend honeymoon. <laughs> I don't know. Big... What's the difference between taking it six months before she gets married or six months after? Because, because you're not married. It's not a honeymoon until you so get what? married. It's not I a honeymoon until you're married. Hold up com and find out what a honeymoon is because if it says there officially that you can have a honeymoon before you're married, then I'm with you. Kat. Besides that, Kathy, if you do that, you might have sex. <laughs> oh, right. That's and right. You, you should have to wait not till do after. that until you're married. Okay. Wikipedia you, has it listed as a vacation taken by newlyweds immediately after their wedding mm-hmm. to celebrate their marriage. Well, then is, six months after wouldn't be a honeymoon. So it's about celebrating your marriage. Well, yeah, it says immediately. So it says, Immediately? Well, the time is, uh, you know, fluid. It says the honeymoon. Today, honeymoons are often celebrated in destinations considered exotic or romantic. <laughs> Thanks for the info. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Good morning. Hi. Hey, what's up? I'm calling. Oh, thanks. Aww. Welcome on board, Lexi. What's your, what'd you want to tell us? Um, I'm getting married in May, and I haven't heard about this honeymoon where you go separate without your spouse. So yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And the amount, we're going by a budget. So I've been reading up lately how much a wedding costs. Yeah. And the average price is $33,000. <sighs> you're doing a honeymoon twice. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you guys think about how much an average trip costs nowadays. So that's. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It it's probably cheaper for two to travel together. I than, think so. Than two trips solo, don't you think? Maybe? Well, you can probably get a deal. It's it's probably yeah. more difficult. But but it, with this, also on that matter of of the cost, Thanks, I don't know if it matters to a lot of people. I always was of a mind have a nice wedding. I've been to very expensive weddings, and I've been to very budget weddings. Yeah, and. They're all essentially the same thing. And I've some of the best times I've ever had have been at the real budget wedding. My yeah. wife and I had a destination wedding with about 20 people in Puerto Rico. Came back and threw a party for like 100 people. One, one of the most fun weddings I ever went to was 60 couples got married. Yeah. 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 In one yeah. shot. And that, that was so pretty cheap. I mean, yeah. and there you go. Right? It was a blast. Yeah. yeah. I hope we do that again because yeah. that, was, that was awesome. Steve, my cousin is getting married in uh, Cabo uh, yeah. in Mexico this year. And... Uh, it's an expensive trip. I don't know if I can afford to do it this year, but um, that's one of the ones where, like, 
to me, it'd be worth it if if it falls into the budget and I'm able to make it happen because yeah. it's it's nothing but family. It's a destination wedding. And when that happens, by the way, you don't you're not. I think you don't expect a gift from the the people traveling. That's their. their See, uh, oh, that's a whole other question. Yeah. What is? I'm sorry. Uh, like if you if there's a destination wedding, mm-hmm. that basically going to their wedding, paying to get there is the gift that you don't actually have to give a gift. But right. the last destination wedding I went to, everyone everyone gave a gift. So I was like, I can't be the only person that doesn't give a gift. Mm. I had to give your flight voucher. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, yeah. the receipt from Here's my, my gift. from my flight. God, what if you go on? What if you go on a honeymoon and it's the first vacation you've taken together, and you find out that <laughs> you just don't travel well together? Or oh you my just, god! You, you know, yeah, or you just end up. I'm not, sure not, that listen, happens. I know hating it's, each other. It's I don't not. Know. I know in the eyes of the Lord, it's not good. <laughs> but live together. Yeah, you yeah. really <laughs> should. Honestly, just for a little bit at least, find out those things. I didn't know you had a rattlesnake. <laughs> you know what I found out when I is that yeah. when people go to hotel rooms for a this is my while, this is my comfort alligator. What's that uh, yeah, Wally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, is that people can be very very messy in their hotel rooms. Like, I, and oh, yeah. I am not. I hate it. My my old agent, God bless him, Lou Stevens, one passed away. Think John Candy in planes, trains, oh and automobiles. God, what? I like underwear in the sink. I couldn't believe it. Like so, that. I'm like, so we'd, we would share hotel rooms to cut the cost. So we were out touring, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I was on our, on our really honeymoon. Funny. We became friendly with couples or whatever. And this guy was like, hey, do you want to go smoke pot in my room? I said, yeah. And then uh, so we go to his room and. Take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> Already took them off, kiddo. Um, no, it was... The, you the, love the word kiddo now. It's your new word. I told you that. Shut up, kiddo. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but the room You're was... You're smoking pot in a stranger's room for sex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the point. That's why I don't do that anymore, Steve. It led me down a dark alley, and I was not happy. I was not okay with that. Right. That wasn't even rock bottom. Um, yes, doctor, I pulled last night and blood came out. That wasn't your rock bottom. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is yes. their room was a absolute mess, and I was like, "Who the hell lives like this?" I'm, like, I'm very. I know it's crazy, Kathy. You would love uh, my hotel room is. is my hotel room looks and, like my house. It is set up and clean. <laughs> Casey, and I, yes, Casey yeah. makes fun of me because I use the drawers and closets. <laughs> so, I, I do too. I do. I, I do. Love it. I, when we travel together, he's like, you do, "Are you putting your clothes in the in the dresser?" <laughs> That's yes. a little yeah. anal. That that's taken it to another level. See, no I, way. Yes, it is. No. It is. No, listen. You t- you take everything. Now, not for our trip to Clearwater. We were there easier. for like a hot second. That uh-huh. I did not yeah. unpack. But you you put everything in the drawers and the closets, <laughs> and then as you wear it, it goes back in your suitcase. That's nice what I do, Candy. It helps. Easy. Keeps my dirty clothes from my clean clothes. That's what I do. So I'll take. Let's go away on vacation together. I take. <laughs> I take the dirty clothes if I'm going to take them, and I put them in the drawers because I figure my. Okay. I don't know what's in there. Yeah. So, that's but good. but good in, in my bag, I know that's clean. Yeah, dirty right. clothes like just that. end up in a folded pile somewhere in the room. Probably, yeah. preferably in the laundry bag. A corner. You were just talking about people making a mess in the room, and here you are throwing clothes all over. I the floor. You I, gave the guy a handy for you some hear pot. Me? I said a here you are telling pile. us you gave your ass up for some free pot. <laughs> And let's be honest, you don't fold free. your clothes. What's that? Let's be honest, you are not folding your clothes. Uh, let's be honest, yes, I was. I don't call my brother. Wait right a second. Call call Just call minutes ago, you were telling us how you gargled some stranger. <laughs> oh, my God, Steve. It just keeps getting worse. He wasn't a stranger, <laughs> Steve. Um, no, I, okay. I had known him for three days. 
All right. Anyhow, we have to wrap up because we got to go on TV. We got to go on uh, Fox Good Day. I'm sure we'll be talking about this. Uh, may- maybe I don't know what we're going to talk about with them, but uh, Solo Moon is uh, is something that is starting to catch a little bit. Anyhow, uh, yeah. With uh, with newlyweds and they they want to take off on a honeymoon on their own without taking the significant other. Our consensus. Dumb. I don't think I don't yeah. think it's a real honeymoon. All right. Anyhow, mm-hmm. we got to take a quick break. We're going to do that very thing. We will return in just a moment. And the ladies of Delilah's have just yeah! arrived yeah. to join awesome. us on the Hati Cam. They have their Entertainer of the Year uh, party going on tonight. By the way, and uh, there's a lot of things going on. I'll get you the details. But in the meantime, you can jump on uh, the Hati Cam right now at uh, presidency.com or on your app as well, the MMR app. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll go live on Fox Good Day in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Warhawks. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Warhawks. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyboard Local Shots. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Delilah's Gentleman's Club and Steakhouse. Ladies are here. We have Cece and Mia and Cassandra who are on our hottie cam. And they're here to promote tonight's Entertainer of the Year party. Uh, guest host will be Simone Danilustras, a four-time cool. Miss Nude Entertainer of the Year. Well, there are your credentials. Three-time Miss Nude Go-Go of the Year, and two-time Miss Nude North America. That's so she, a lot of nude accomplishments. That's a lot of nudity, yeah. And uh, they'll have six amazing performances by Delilah's Most Talented Girls competing for the title of Entertainer of the Year. And there's select open bar and gourmet hors d'oeuvres. Let's start at 7 o'clock, so you can reserve a table for bottle service if you want to. Contact Christy at Delilah's.com or call 216-625-2800. The extension is zero. So the ladies have all that information, by the way, and they're putting it up on the hottie cam while they're doing some entertaining. They do a great job on the camera. Always they, do. They are the best by far. So uh, take a look when you get a chance. I would like to uh, do a butt plug, if you don't mind. Uh, meaning plug a chair. Do we have the full song, or are we just having uh, the effect? We could. I, it would take Casey a moment to to get the song ready to go. But I have two of them, so maybe we need to do a little. I think so. Fan presentation set up, and I, I have some personal butt plugs uh, that I <laughs> are they are they currently in, or are you gonna? No, they're oh you know, they're just announcements. They're on the way. Yeah, they're on the way. Yeah, they're announcements. But I, I don't have all the information yet. I'll get to the my personal butt plugs a little bit later on. Butt plug. We, butt plug. Yep. Butt plug. Butt plug. Here's some butt plugs loaded up with deeds and info, man. Charities can email us and we'll do what we can with a butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Yay! Yay! All right, this is from a uh, longtime listener and uh, is a uh, police officer. His name is Vic 
uh, Machis, or Machis, I'm not sure how he pronounces uh, last name. He's a police officer in North Coventry Township Police Department. Uh, he said, my department is looking for the public's assistance in raising money to aid in the funding for our new canine. Huh. Uh, this is a very important, it's very important and a needed asset to our department as well as the surrounding jurisdictions. Any assistance I would greatly appreciate. Thanks in advance. And Gadzooks, uh, and he says, loyal police listener. So, there is a GoFundMe page, and they need to raise $15,000. As of this morning, they only had $750. Whoa. So I sent that over to Nick, yes. and that is now up on the community page of PrestonandSteve.com. So very easy for you to find. And then I got another one, and this has a story behind it. This is from Nate uh, Kranick. I believe how you say his last name. He said, uh, there's a fundraiser we're having on April 7th. A very good friend of mine, Beth, tragically lost her nine-month-old son in October of 2017 due to complications from the flu. Uh, she and her husband made the incredible decision to donate his organs to hopefully give life to someone else in need. It's Fa- incredible. But fast forward to a month ago, Beth found out she urgently needed a heart transplant. Oh, wow. She's Jeez. a 38-year-old oh. athlete who oh, is God. otherwise healthy, and this came as an incredible shock to her family, husband, uh, uh, husband and eight-year-old daughter and five-year-old son. The great news is... She received a new heart last week, but now begins the long road to recovery and the continuation of some extremely high medical bills. So they have an event, which is coming up in Lansdale, April 7th, and it will take place at CJ's Doghouse, and it's from uh, 2 to 8 p.m. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. That's on Sumney Town Pike in Lansdale, and that is going to be on April 7th. So just a heads up. And uh, that information is on PrestonCity.com. The, the in, incredible stuff. And by the way, I, I got the uh, just the, the teaser information, and we'll get the rest of the information, but the Brad Fox 5K is coming up on April 6th. So okay. that'll be coming up. I'm going to get more of the info from the woman who's organizing the whole thing. And uh, Is that the one in Warminster? I, I believe it is, yeah. 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 So just to put that in your calendar. And they renamed a, uh, one of the roads out there. I think, I think that it's part of the 5K, yeah. but it's like, Brad Fox, you know, lane or road or something. Sure, yeah. And I have three separate walks and runs that are coming up, and I need to start promoting those. So I'm going to be charity I'm going to be hitting that a lot. <laughs> and I know it's it's a lot for you to uh, to take in, but if you can participate, you know, one a couple of them are for Crohn's disease. One is for uh, the the um, um, uh, why am I having a brain walk fart? a mile walk a mile, which is for damn it, Laurel House. Yeah, you're you're Preston, that's okay. Steve. Hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> right. you. You have three weekends in a row. I was checking your yeah. own personal schedule, but uh, it's they're all good causes. They're great. Yeah. And Listen, they're fun. We, try, we do our best to impart all this information, and we, we thank you for bearing with us. But if this, by getting this, uh, these announcements out, it helps the attendance. You have two very um, uh, touching uh, butt plugs there, Preston. I know that seems a weird thing to say, touching butt plug. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so that, if you just bear with us. Um, you know, some some good can be done. Hey, and by the way, registration for the tour to shore, and it's now called the the Bend to the Shore uh, Bike Tour is is now open. So you can join Team WMMR uh, if you are so inclined. If you go to my Twitter, you can go. Uh, it's a pinned tweet, so you can register for the team there. It's an awesome. And these are all, as you said, these are yep. some of these are very fun things, activities, yes. activities that you might be doing anyway, and you could end up doing the very same activity and benefit some people. Can, do you guys mind if I do a quick shout I'll out? I'll kill there? you. <laughs> no, go ahead. All right, so this is a shout out from Aaron Perez, my boyfriend. Aaron's boyfriend, not my boyfriend. <laughs> 
Uh, I met him in St. Lucia. I met him in St. Lucia. Yeah. He's a great guy. Very <laughs> gentle. Just in the hotel room. <laughs> anyway, Keith Bartling is turning 40 years old today, and she would love to give him a shout out. So uh, he is a huge fan of MMR, Preston Steve, and it would mean the world to him. The longer, the wetter, the better. She All right, says. let's do a full one. Then. Oh, a full one. Yeah, you, you, okay. you said it. All right, I did say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's usually a little squirted. Oh, I have to switch pages to do that. Okay, I'm sorry. I was waiting for Uh, that. Technical constraints. All right. We're all cleaned out. uh, It's a high colonic. We're not going to go on Fox Good Day today, by the way. There's some technical issues. But we are going to do the bizarre file. And then, and then, an announcement right after that. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. Brought to you by the LLS Big Climb Philly. You can join Nick and Team Luke on April 13th for the LLS Big Climb Philly. Team Luke will climb 47 floors to the top of the FMC Tower to help find a cure to cancer. Join Team Luke or donate at BigClimbPhilly.org. So an Arby's manager is facing felony charges after an employee claims she pepper sprayed him and chased him with a knife. <laughs> wow. That's not an employee handbook. No, no. You're supposed to just use the pepper spray. So according to a police report, an employee, Ernest Point DeJour, uh, claims that That's not a real name. he and Aikens got into an argument uh, on Saturday at the Arby's. This is Lateria Aikens, who was the, uh, the manager. Uh, after she asked him to stay late. When he refused, the two reportedly exchanged words, and the conversation got heated. Coworkers say that Point Du Jour was angry about not being released from work and got very close to Atkins, and that's when Point Du Jour claims that Atkins shot pepper spray into his eyes. Mm. When he ran out of the store, coworkers claim that Atkins grabbed a long kitchen knife and chased after him. Is that what you call negotiating time off? Uh, maybe. Although Point du Jour wasn't stabbed, Aiken scratched up his car with the weapon, so she was arrested. Police say a man shot himself in the foot Tuesday morning because he threw a shoe at a cockroach. What? Oh, no. Yeah, I'll explain. The 50-year-old man apparently saw the bug from across the room, took off his shoe to throw it at the nuisance, but apparently his revolver was still inside the shoe, it says. And that's where he keeps his revolver? And discharged after hitting the ground. Uh, I know it probably happened. The fired bullet came back and struck the man in his foot. He probably has guns in his shoes, so when he tap dances, he oh. can fire. <laughs> okay. And that's just a good... No, what he probably did was just sitting down, relaxing, Had maybe had the gun with him and just popped it in the shoe. I don't know. Yeah, the man uh, who uses a wheelchair was inside the home at the time of the accident. His condition is unknown at this point. Uh, next time you're in the Social Security office in Port St. Lucie, take note of sweatpants strings flying in the air. James Terrell Williams was arrested March 5th after accusations. He was pleasuring himself in plain view of federal employees that were assisting him with a disability claim. Uh, the case began... You must when, really like this claim. When deputies... <laughs> you are really impressed. Help myself. Wow, it's just, the bureaucracy at work is so such a turn-on. Uh, the case began when deputies went to the government facility for a disturbance. While there, deputies were told about a man later identified as Williams at window number four in a neighboring hallway. You know, there's just one time in a hotel room with this guy I just met. He was he said uh, he was said to be pleasuring himself near a federal worker helping him with a disability claim. It's uncommon for people to pleasure themselves near federal workers helping them with a disability claim. Well, I hope so. And a woman identified as uh, identified as the victim said she saw quote strings 
on to his sweatpants flying in the air. Uh, that's a vigorous. You're you're spanking. you're pounding away. Yeah, you're cranking away. The woman stood up and reported getting a clear view of the situation, which, according to the affidavit, left absolutely positively one hundred percent nothing at all to the imagination. Investigators said that at the time. Williams was out on bond from the St. Louis County Jail, so he was, or St. Lucie County Jail, so he was out on bond at the time when he decided to do this. He's listed as homeless. He was arrested on charges of indecent exposure and public and disorderly conduct, and taken back to jail. It's unclear whether he got his disability claim filled, though. Did he complete? I don't know. Okay, yeah. Uh, I love this story. I was telling Steve about this morning. Of course, Florida. We just had a story from Florida. The Sunshine State gave us. Uh, the cases of the armless man accused of stabbing a tourist, the woman who was shot after performing a sex act for Pringles, and five dollar for five dollars, and the man who was jailed for giving his girlfriend a wet willy, and the woman who chased her pa- parents with a knife because they refused to take her to Outback Steakhouse. These are all Florida stories. Florida. So the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, a minor league baseball team. We'll celebrate Florida Man Night no way. on July 26th. Yes, the AA affiliate of the Miami Marlins has been pretty tight-lipped about the promotion, but they did promise Jacksonville will break a weird Florida law in every single I- inning. I love this. It's a great idea. Absolutely. Florida Man. Florida Man. The Jumbo Shrimp also confirmed Lane Pittman will be in attendance. He is the Florida man famous for standing shirtless and shoeless in the middle of a road-blasting Slayer's uh, raid, uh, raining blood as his hair and old glory blue in Hurricane Matthews, Hurricane 2, Category 2, Ford's windows. You remember this guy? Yeah, I do remember him, He was him, just yeah. wearing shorts and holding the American flag. <laughs> kind of a celebrity. It was pretty funny. So he's going to be there. Of course. And they're going to do that. I think that is a brilliant... We need to take that idea. Brilliant. I, I agree. I would love to do break weird... Pennsylvania laws every day for a week. Yeah. We're going to work Just on our that. luck. We, the first one we break, we end up in jail. Maybe. Here's a follow-up story. Uh, the uh, Indiana man who accidentally shot himself in the penis and scrotum has been charged with carrying a handgun without a license. Mark Anthony Jones is facing a Class A misdemeanor weapons charge in connection oh, with the incident. A decision to charge Jones was made this month by the prosecutor's office after police forwarded the case to, for review. Well, Your Honor, I shot my balls. Uh, Jones is the subject of an active arrest warrant, and uh, he suffered an accidental self-inflicted gunshot injury while walking on a street during a hospital interview. Jones told cops that he had a high point nine millimeter handgun tucked in his waistband <sighs> when the weapon began to slip. And uh, it was not in a holster. He said he reached down to adjust the gun and it discharged. Why would you tuck? So You're... we're assuming they're tucking it up front. Yeah, yeah. At le- I mean, at least tuck it in back. Shoot the, your ass. The bullet entered just above his penis and exited his scrotum. I want to make sure the barrel's pointing directly down at my ball sack. And there you go. That is what I have in uh, this morning's Bizarre File for you. i got some other great stories, saving those for a little bit later on. How about an announcement? Oh, please. Yeah. That's very exciting. It's been a little while. It has. So that's why this is exciting. But uh, we are stoked, especially Kathy, that we are having another, and I'll explain why she's so excited, Preston and Steve, painfully single mixer. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the singles together once again as we do what we can to connect you with who knows. 
Maybe that special someone that'll go the distance. Maybe that guy who likes to stand outside in a hurricane with a flag. Maybe. Maybe the guy who's getting his paperwork done by the state and is pleasuring himself. Now, by the way, we're not going to take any phone calls, so no calls right now. We're going to do this via email. We're going to change things up a little bit. Uh, One of the other things that we're doing is we will be having the Painfully Single Mixer in Conchahokan. Yes. Kathy. So life hasn't given Kathy enough breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's right there by the curve, man. All right. So the Great American Pub in Conchi is hosting this, and it's presented by our good friends at Miller Lite. And your first Miller Lite is complimentary plus a free happy hour buffet for all guests. So the date on this will be Thursday, April 4th. It's actually a pretty quick turnaround. It is a quick turnaround. We'll be here in a couple of weeks. The email thing is to make sure that we have, you know, we, we, we can get a wide group of people and be fair about the selections. I think that's a good way to go about it. And this room that we're going to be in. Is awesome. I did a charity event there a couple months ago. Perfect. You would you walk into the Great American Pub and you have no idea you that this know. room is upstairs. It's awesome. I'm like, okay. where the hell did this come from? I've yeah. never been up there. For yeah, that. I okay. had my high school reunion there a few years ago, and Steve, I've been there for charity events as well. It's a great room for a mixer. All right. So how do you do it? Well, you have to enter to win on the contest page wmmr.com. So instead of giving you an email address, you got to go to wmmr.com. And Nick, can you pull up the? Uh, uh, the graphic where that is, just so I know what it looks like. Uh, if I could find it, yes. Okay. But I can't well, find it. Well, it'll be there soon. Go to contest. Uh, go to, yeah, it says go to the contest page at WMMR.com. So uh, just press it, go on to the page, nine clicks, and you're there. No, no, no. If you click on contest, oh, okay. you, you'll see it says current contest, and you click on that and it takes you right to it. I so, will uh, bump it up to the top of the website as well. You have to be at least uh, 21 years of age. There will be $3 Miller Lite specials, music by DJ Huck Spinner. And prizes as well. So we're excited about that. Uh, Catch all the basketball madness uh, with over 20 TVs, by the way. And stay tuned for the reopening of their Skytop Garden Rooftop Bar in April. Preston, how long has it been since we've done a mixer? Has it been... I think the last one was in Atlantic City when we were at Harrah's. So... Is that the last one we had? I think it might be. And that was last year. Yeah. And uh, I think it might have been like... It might have been roughly a year ago. It's been a long time. So we apologize for that. Uh, But we're excited to have this one. Wow, I just kind of slurped when I did that, didn't I? Excited about that? (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. We're having a mixer for everyone. (laughs) It would be an honor if you joined. That'd be easy to spot. I have neurofibrosis. I have an enormous head and a small bird-like mouth. I look like an elephant. Maybe you'll find that special someone there. <laughs> exactly. What's your name, Hot Stuff? So, uh, details go to... Rest w- beef? W- <laughs> kiddo? <laughs> What's your name, kiddo? You- Get- I like the cut of your slacks. Go to WMMR.com, click on contest, and get yourself signed up, man. Let's uh, let's have a party. Uh, once again, that will be on April 4th, 6 to 9 p.m. With that, we're going to take a break. And, Marissa, do we have a word on the uh, the Duncan Cruiser yet? It is here. Whoa! All right, the Duncan Cruiser is here. It's 8.15. So if you are in the Balakinwood area, stop by One Bala Plaza and by the West Lobby. I know it's, you'll figure it out when you get here. The Duncan Cruiser is here. First day of spring, free iced coffee. Go get some. 
They have the the trefoil uh, coffee and another one of which the mocha. I, uh, yeah, the mocha. I exactly. want to try the mocha. All right, so head by there now, and don't forget we have free iced coffee for a year to give away with our secret text word. So text word secret three nine three three three. I'm putting a lot on your plate. I know it's all right. We have a lot going on, but these are all good things. Life we'll is take, a buffet, Preston. We'll, yeah, it is. We'll take a break, and when we get back. We have another announcement that I think you will enjoy, so stay here. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Shine now. Papa Roach. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So, we have another announcement. Uh, and it's a day of announcements and activity. Now, we announced earlier a uh, painfully single mixer, which we're excited about, and that's April 4th at the uh, Great American Pub and Conch Hawken, presented by Miller Lite. And if you go to WMMR.com and click on contest, you'll see how to enter to get on board for that. So, we've been doing mixers for years. This is brand new and something we've never done before. And this is going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, the NCAA tourney is going on. And uh, we are going to do something in bracket form that kind of goes along with that. Uh, and we are excited because we now we have enough material to pull this off, plenty of material. And we would like to announce and then explain what we're going to do. But we are calling this Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. <laughs> Daily Rush Madness, ladies and gentlemen, we have scoured our Daily Rush videos. For those who may not be familiar, we have an array of cameras here in the studio, and we film the show. Nick Murphy and company in our video department film the show, and then they edit together videos of some of our favorite moments, maybe of the day of the week, whatever it may be, and then we pop them up on our website, on YouTube, on uh, Xfinity, the Weekly Rush. And we've been doing this for years, and so we have hundreds of videos. I honestly, I I knew we had a lot. I yeah. didn't know how many we had. In fact, Nick had sifted through. Nick Murphy went through and sifted through the ones that had um, some favorable scores and uh, a lot of views, <laughs> and he narrowed it down to about 120 of them. Yeah. And so we went through those. We sifted through, and we on the show. Had narrowed down about we narrowed down sixty four of them that are probably some of our favorites and also had a high score uh, via all the traffic yeah online and we have put them up in bracket form we had to, we actually had to seed them yeah and so we went through a process in that we did the best we could it's not perfect but we now have a bracket system of sixty four Preston and Steve <laughs> daily rush videos and starting tomorrow we are going to have you. Help us narrow those down to find the one that is considered the champion of them all. So a couple of things here. When Casey first had the idea about putting it together in the uh, in the in the layup, I was like, okay, you know, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around how you would progress with it. And then when the final brackets went up yesterday with the placed pairings, I was like, this really makes sense. Okay, it really does. And you and I walked away. And we're like, wait a second. Okay, yeah. yeah, things going up against each other. It should be very solid all the way through to the final round, which is yeah. what you want. You don't want the you don't want the tops getting eliminated quickly. Yep. And I think it's done 
really well. And and uh, Nick Murphy's method of of uh, you know um, figuring out the the popularity and and how these should be rated. And we we sat for a couple of hours yeah. and kind of went through a list of of uh, of the titles, and we were laughing. So I think uh, I think it's going to be great. I'm really excited for it. But mm-hmm. I, I think unlike the NCAA tournament, I think there's more parity in this tournament. Uh, meaning, I, I do think that there is an opportunity for. Like a 16 seed to beat a one seed. Maybe, And for maybe. a two seed to beat a, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a 15 seed to beat a two seed. And, yeah. and that's where the excitement comes from. So we're working on the parameters of, of voting. Marissa and Nick Murphy were in the other room just discussing the, the particulars on how that's going to work. Uh, but what we'll do on the air is maybe to remind you, and, and we'll, we'll post these so you can go and, and watch them with ease. Uh, but we'll also play a couple of audio clips from each one as we're setting them up, as they're going to go head-to-head, just to remind you what they're about. And then you'll be able to vote online, and we'll progress along. And if there's something to give away in conjunction of this, we'll see if we can do that. It's going to last. We're not doing this in one day. Oh, no, no, no. no we're no, going to no, do no. this over the course of the NCAA tournament, so over three weeks. Yep. Uh, but it'll take up very little um, real estate on the air. It'll mainly be online, but we're going to have some fun with this. You know what was great is when we were going through all of these and, and trying to figure out our, our top 64, it was just laughing about all of it all over again. The, the titles, mm-hmm. the, the the great uh, graphics that uh, Nick Murphy and his crew always put together for, for the videos. But Preston, what w- there are so many that are generated that some kind of get... You know, uh, they put a lot of work into it, and they get cast off into the ether. Mm-hmm. And this gives this uh, this gives all this great work a chance to be perhaps revisited if you've never seen some of these videos. Uh, you know, it, maybe maybe it'll be the first time you've seen it, but yeah. uh, it's very well, yeah. cool. I mean, because Nick Murphy just you know he and his his whole crew they they just pump these things out. So I think it's easy for anybody to to miss one. Oh, absolutely, that, that pops up. They're ones that I've never seen, and I'm like, when the hell did they make that? By the way, we're gonna have to do one an hour every hour every yeah. day for three weeks, five matchups a day. It looks uh, like, right? So that's how that's how we got it planned out. So hopefully we can make that work. Just to just to reminisce a little bit. I'll read a couple of the titles for you. There's one called Vagina Face. <laughs> That's one of the earliest. I yeah. love that one. There's uh, The Pudding Guy is another one. That's a current one. Uh, Regis Gets Tough. Uh, there's The Warrant Hotline. <laughs> yes. The band, Warrant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was uh, Maga Church. <laughs> when uh, Preston, that was uh, Mega Me- Church. Mega Church. I, I pronounce it Maga Church. Uh, Wigapalooza, which is where we met Dr. Chet Wainwright. And one of our favorite uh, gynecologists. Uh, for the first time. Uh, let's see. Uh, David Blaine tortures Stephen Hawking. Uh, here, thank you. I can't read it. So we, we've got the, the brackets up on the wall, and I can't I can't read them from this far away. Kathy, Kathy's sexy traffic voice. Regis wants to bang your fillings out. <laughs> uh, there are a few Manthe uh, entrances. Manthe made a couple of appearances. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner's dinner party. The Pennsylvania New State song. There's a lot of really good ones on yeah. here. And some some favorite moments like when we opened up the Sir Stroming and the durian fruit. Um, I believe the dumpster pool is in there, is it not? Yeah, I think you are correct yeah. about that. Uh, there's one cult that says, turn on your neck light. Oh, yes. Uh, Kim Kardashian, and that was a trend. They How were... about uh, ball sacks are yummy? <laughs> You're going to get actually also in this a lot of the um, uh, the first times for things that uh, pop up on the show fairly frequently. Yeah, You're the origins. Origin stories, basically. Yeah. One of Casey's favorite was Bill Weston Two-Face. Yeah. He Dude. came in after having oral surgery. <laughs> 
and uh, his face had sort of uh, shifted to one side. Yeah, he was still the. He had a lot of novocaine. Yeah, still in effect, and he couldn't. He could he only smiled. move half his mouth. In case he purposely had him come on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> so some of this, some of this is visual, like that, yeah, like, is, like Bill's, yeah. uh, you know, half two face smile. Where half his face was was not working, but not only that. But then Steve goes into his. It was like a hairy knuckles thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so all good. of it, and that's why the the video adds another component to it, and that's why we will have easy access to each of these videos as we're voting on them. It's going to be a lot of work for Marissa, and thank you in advance, Marissa, um, to get all this stuff up online for you to be able to watch and vote and and get that underway. And we'll have one rule them all. I'm just thrilled because there's all this content that is sitting there that again. You maybe have never seen, or you're going to revisit. It'll be a great memory, or it'll be a first time exploration into a lot of this incredible work that sits there and it's always sitting there at the ready. And to do it in this competition form is just another great. Here's step. a number of texts coming in saying the old lady with the car insurance has to be one. <laughs> That's in there. That's in there. The har- it, this says if Harper Laser Harper Lee Laser Tag doesn't make it to at least one, at least the eat, uh, Elite Eight, this whole competition is a sham. <laughs> it's in there. Uh, there's one that says, uh, what else? Uh, Snort Dort and E.T. Uh, also, uh, somebody asking, there, there's several of them that are popping up. So we'll get that underway tomorrow at 6 a.m. We're going to ask for you to vote. Uh, so get yourself set and uh, be ready to join us along for this little tribute. Now, speaking of uh, the uh, NCAA and March Madness, uh, unfortunately, uh, Fran Dunphy had his last game last night. Temple lost, and yeah. so they are they are out of the tourney. And Fran is officially hanging up his coaching duties. He is going to continue to teach. Correct? Isn't that's, that what we heard when we were talking to him at the uh, Papa Shot last year? Uh, that's what uh, I believe he said. He yeah. loves teaching. He loves yeah. being with students, and uh, he loves coaching. He's done it for a long time in this city. He was with Penn for a long time before he was with Temple, yeah. um, and he replaced the legend at Temple. He replaced John Chaney, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's going to stay on campus. So, Nick, who's the, the likely replacement? It was uh, Aaron McKee, Aaron McKee. So, who went so, to Temple, then played with the Sixers yeah. and as Philly, born and bred, and uh, he's a good replacement. And is working with them now, prior to yes. So to have leaving. Coach Dunphy there as... Uh, um, you know, somebody just a sounding board, basically, sure. as you're putting together a team. It yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. I um, mean, just the whole landscape of the of the Philadelphia, the, the City Six, the Big Five, whatever you want to call them, uh, has changed dramatically in a matter of one day. Yeah. And it's yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. because because yeah. the other the other story is, I'm sure you know it, is uh, Phil Martelli is out as St. Joe's coach, which I think is uh, I mean, listen, I'm not I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think that's. Terrible news. It and, sucks. And they didn't need to do that. He had one more year left on his contract. <laughs> and, and, I had, and to make it 25, to make it 20, a nice yeah. round number, yeah. too. It was also St. Joseph's Day yesterday, by the way. I wonder why, too. I asked Nick this morning, like, why did they fire him? Why was it not, you know, mutually agreed upon or, or whatever? I mean, maybe Phil said no, and, and well, that was that, and then they had to fire him. But So what I've heard is, and it's just all rumor and conjecture, but there's a new athletic director at uh, at St. Joe's, and this person wanted to make a change. They hadn't made the NCAAs in a number of years. They hadn't really had a great team since Jameer Nelson and uh, Delonte West were um, leading the team back in 2004. So um, if they fire Phil and bring in somebody who's bright and shiny, like perhaps a Jameer Nelson, then they can recruit better and they can maybe make a run um, where which they haven't over the last few years. But you're right. I mean, Which it, makes sense. But, it, but I, bet that, I bet they asked him to step down and he said no. 
and then that's why I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Phil is a uh, he's a stubborn man and a proud man. Uh, yeah, but I tell you what else he is. He is a great speaker. Yes. Um, at every not just uh, you know the the camp out for hunger, but at, but at charity events, I've been to coaches versus cancer, I've been hackers versus cancer, the, all these charity golf outings. And he gets on the mic, and I'm telling you, man, he he just absolutely captivates everybody. He speaks from the heart. I got to believe that he had to have been that way with those students and talking to them in the locker room before big games and so on. I'm just always uh, very inspired when I see him get on the mic. I mean, I could see him having a career in broadcasting as far as, you know, the... NCAA basketball. I mean, it is it is just enormous, and I and I think that he would be an asset to any of those uh, television broadcasts. It just sucks because the the uh, the, the the new um, the new uh, who 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 is the replacement uh, the um, you were just saying the new AD, I guess. Oh yeah, the athletic director. Yeah. yeah. So uh, oh, she, she was director. she was saying that um, I believe it's her. Uh, was saying, you know, that she knew it was an unpopular decision. But I mean, there's there are a couple. One more year, I, I get, I get that, you know, the money and. But essentially, school. that's what like a, like a, when a general manager comes into a professional sports team. That's what this, that's what this person is. Yeah. And and a lot of times when a new general manager comes in, they'll like kind of wipe the slate clean yeah. and they'll get like a new head coach. Yeah, uh, no, you know, I, want I, it to I understand. Be their yeah. regime. Um, it just sucks because honestly, and I, I'll take it on a selfish level. I know we all will. The, the Papa Shot challenges over the past couple of years at the Camp Out for Hunger yep. to see the camaraderie of all these coaches, mm-hmm. some great laughs, some great times. Uh, no, no, look, it'll continue, and we'll have you know new new versions of it. But that was a uh, this is a, a, a or a, you know a rare cluster of coaches that were just um, made the city proud. Yeah, fifty four years of combined coaching. Uh, from, from yeah. Phil and from Fran Dunphy, uh, Fran Dunphy and yeah. uh, now they're no longer there. Yeah, and yep. Phil had, a, 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 I heard, uh, had spent half his life as a coach of some sort with St. Joe's because he, he, I believe, it was a, an assistant coach before he became the head coach. Yeah, he was for ten years mm-hmm. and then became the head coach. What's the story you have pulled up here on Twitter? So uh, the, Deuces Rogers tweeted this out last night. I, I retweeted it this morning. It's a great story, and uh, I, I summarized it quickly this morning. But basically, there was a big snowstorm in two thousand two. And it looked like they were going to cancel the game. St. Joe's was playing Boston University and um, looked like the snowstorm was going to prevent the game from happening. So uh, when this story, this person that writes the story went out and uh, did what freshmen and, and sophomores do in college when there's a snowstorm. And they all got drunk and went sledding. They had a great time. Everybody's out, you know, on Hawk Hill and, and enjoying themselves. And they see this figure walking across campus. And he's got a stack of something in his hands. Well, it turns out it's Phil Martell, and he's walking across St. Joe's campus. The game had not been canceled. Phil brings out all of these tickets to the game, and so he recruits all of these drunk college students <laughs> to come watch St. Joe's with Jameer Nelson, with Delonte West at the Palestra. I'm sorry, at um, at Hawk Hill to see the game, to watch the game. So 3,000 drunk fans pack in because nobody could make it because of yeah. the snowstorm. Yeah. And the place went nuts. And it just was a really great story about what a cool guy Phil is. And Preston, I'll let you um, quote this because it's got a it's got a big fat curse right in the middle of it. But, All right. Uh, uh, find it for me. It's, it. it's really it's it's multiple uh, tweets uh, in this post altogether. And eventually it, it tells the story that uh, essentially Nick was here we go uh, kind of trimming down. It says uh, Martelli. Uh, reveals what's in his hand, and it's a stack of hundreds of tickets, maybe a thousand. And he said, "I quote: 
I want every one of these crazy mother effers at the game. <laughs> and he handed over the stack of tickets to my friend John. He said it was the drunkest, sweatiest, rowdiest crowd I'd ever seen or ever would see at any sporting event. 3,500 rum-soaked <laughs> freshmen. Sopping wet from sledding all afternoon, the arena felt like something inside of a Russian banya. Uh, they didn't even bother checking tickets at some point. So uh, he said when the uh, – let me continue yeah. on because this is a great story. He said um, uh, when the BU players ran out on the court, I remember just a team-wide look of disgust when they realized what was happening around them that somehow a normal early season game had been converted into some sort of blood sports sequel. <laughs> Uh, St. Joe's won 71 to 49, but the score doesn't uh, reflect just how much of an ass kicking it was. This was Jameer Nelson, Delante West team, and it seemed like shots were banking in off the concession stand. So that's pretty cool, man. That's a, that's a coach wanting to make sure that his guys are appreciated, you know, and going out and going to that trouble. And giving some free entertainment to the students. Yeah, so. yeah. So, it, sad news. Yeah, I was bummed out to hear that. And well, the fact also, Preston, that they happened... Same day, yeah. Sort of robs uh, both of them. Yeah, it overshadows. It robs, and I, I don't yeah. think that was cool either. Yeah, oh, well. I mean, we knew one was coming, but the yeah. uh, the whole you know, it's it's just. I think a little bit more respect was deserved. Well, yep. should we rename our contest then? The Fran Dunphy, Phil Martelli Memorial Daily Rush Madness? Well, Memorial implies they're dead. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. Okay. No. All right. Well, anyhow, we'll see. Uh, speaking of dead. Uh, I did see this story yesterday. Uh, they, there may, now listen, you hear about this every now and then, that they figured out who Jack the Ripper was. It's a constant. Um, but this one has used DNA evidence uh, that they may have uh, narrowed down who Jack the Ripper was. Is it who I'm thinking? <clears throat> Benny, Benny Hill? Benny Hill. Yeah. He was English. I know. Yeah. Uh, no, it's been revealed to be a 23-year-old Polish barber. I've heard this one. Yeah, Aaron Kosminski. Uh, they say was the notorious seller, serial killer who hunted on the streets of Victorian London. According to scientists, new evidence finds that two sets of DNA traces on the clothing matches that, and this is from a victim that they found some clothing, uh, matches that of both Kaminsky and one of his murdered victims, Catherine uh, Eddowes. They were all prostitutes. Uh, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Polish immigrant lived with his two brothers and sister in uh, Greenfield Street, just 200 yards from where his third victim, Elizabeth Stride, was killed. The identity was confirmed by researchers from Liverpool John Moores University who shared their findings in the Journal of Forensic Sciences. Uh, they wrote, we described for the first time systematic molecular level analysis of the only surviving physical evidence linked to Jack the Ripper murders. Pretty so wild, he had right? written notes, obviously, uh, and and toyed with Scotland Yard uh, for a long time, and that this still floats in and out of popularity. That it was actually a member of the extended royal family mm. that was Jack the Ripper. Uh, he apparently, though, they have always said had a fair degree of medical expertise. Mm-hmm. So um, well, this guy was a barber, yeah. And but barbers, I don't know if that it was the same. But barbers used to do bloodletting and things they of did. that nature. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, uh, finding both matching profiles in the same piece of evidence enhances the statistical probability of its overall identification. <laughs> reinforces the claim uh, that the shawl is authentic. Uh, and businessman Russell Edwards had bought the shawl at auction in 2007. Contacted the scientists several years ago. It had been found next to uh, Edo's body and was stained with what was believed to be her blood. 
Uh, Eddowes was slaughtered by Kaminsky on the night of September 30th, 1888, where her kidney was hacked out and her cheeks ripped apart. Oh, Jesus. Uh, brutal, this, brutal this stuff. The serial killer is then rumored to have eaten her kidney in a revolting and twisted act of pride. Eddowes was the second woman to have died at the hands of Jack the, Rip- the Ripper that very night. Uh, he had slit Elizabeth, uh, what's her last name, Stride's throat an hour earlier. Uh, he was linked to the notorious killer, this guy Kaminsky, in 2014 when Dr., uh, some doctor, I can't pronounce his name, is really long, one of the authors of this week's paper studied Truth. the same shawl. Uh, but his claims were trashed by other scientists who said that uh, he had made an error of nomenclature in his analysis. Uh, but they, they're saying that this may be conclusive evidence. Listen, there's no way to 100% Unless tell. he mans up and comes forward and confesses. That's Please. probably not going to yeah. happen. Plead guilty. When, Come on. Stop this suffering. When was this all going on? What year was 1888. this? 1888. 1888? Yep. Okay. Why? You think you, think you know someone? No. I, he was it, in a hotel in Florida. <laughs> It just makes you wonder, like, how anybody got caught doing anything back then. You know, you know, like you, you see these old westerns where the, you know, sure. these, these bank robbers and stuff like yeah. that. Like, how are you getting caught? You, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's also uh, questions: how many people didn't do it and were you know falsely yeah, convicted, falsely accused, and convicted and executed? What a lot of people don't know is at that time in London, the rats could speak. So oh, uh, there were a few witnesses. Oh, yeah, all right. some of them were chefs. Yes, right? Rat Tattooey, for example. Yeah, yeah, uh, had moved from France. Okay, uh, but no. <laughs> listen again. How do you know? But this has been one of this, and will always be one of the great mysteries that fuels constant debate. And there have been movies. You, you saw the movie From Hell with Johnny Depp. Mm-mm. Uh, that it has to all do with the uh, Jack the Ripper, Ripper murders and, okay. and who that might be, and that there's this big conspiracy. There's a movie called Time After Time with Malcolm McDowell, where he is H.G. Wells, and he finds out his one of the guys who attends his house for cigars and and conversation is a doctor, and he's Jack the Ripper. Well, now and they're they're also like using DNA evidence like this. They can they can go back and find. They can find your relatives. Yes. And use their 23 and Ripper oh, DNA as a match. What's that? 23 and Ripper is the service. Oh. It, it shows you how closely related you are to John <laughs> Ripper. 23 and Ripper. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, but they, uh, they can use uh, distant relatives, cousins, and so forth, and find the DNA strain in there and pinpoint that. Did you do it, Kathy? Well. Did you do 23 and Me or did you do Ancestry.com? We did something. No, remember we did it all together. Franklin and it, Institute. Yeah, it was called. I think it was called Family Tree DNA. Family. Uh, and yeah, it was more of like the ancestry. It was more of uh, you know how how much Italian you know percentage yeah. of Italian or percentage of Irish, all of that. But I do have. I got for Christmas, and I have yet to do it. Uh, the Ancestry dot com, which um, includes Twenty uh, Three and Me and all of that. So I'm going to do the swab. Uh, I actually want to do it this week. I'm going to do the swab and send it out. I want to see though. I- I want to. I want to. I want to do like the ancestry thing. I want to find out, you know, going back, relative of relative of relative of relative, so, and how he came over here, and, yeah. and which member of my family was Jack the Ripper. Okay. <laughs> well, so, you know, what? it's a, it's a lot of work because I did do after. That's, we did, I don't like work though. No, after we <laughs> did that with the Franklin Institute, I actually did a little research. I worked with somebody who kind of helped me. We found out some really cool things, like when they came over, when my family came over from Ireland. Um, they this had, boat stinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's like something. Um, they 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 had to lie. 
lie about something and they brought someone over that that I guess wasn't able to come over and I'm somehow connected to this woman's like great 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 granddaughter who lives in New York like it was it was actually pretty cool we found some neat things but um the name is Omanthe apostrophe Manthe from County Clark uh so you come from uh Irish immigrants? Uh, yeah, I'm actually, when I did that swab, I'm actually like 80% Irish. Really? No. Yeah, I'm only, t- I'm only 20% Italian. Like, I guess my that's how my DNA uh, makeup works out. Yeah. Okay, that, that you Swap. appear more Italian. Yeah, I guess. Celtic sister. Skin and, yeah. But my mom is 100% Irish. Oh, okay. So, you know, obviously that's that's where that comes from. But the, the swab, the, the Ancestry.com swab, which I'm going to do, um, my mom bought it for all of us for Christmas. And she said, ah, oh, to my dad, she goes, I should have got you one. He goes, I'm not doing that. Hey, really? sometimes, sometimes it goes bad. Uh, oh, I, he's so he's like I'm pretty sure you have like a sibling out there somewhere. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it and, has and happened. That's, that's the deal, and, and a lot of times it does happen around huh? Christmas. They're they're giving his gifts, and then people do it, you know, in the next couple of days, and then they find out that either they are not related or yeah. there's extra relatives. My, my father had nine different families. Dear God, yeah, they find out all these different things. <laughs> right. So so what happens is is that um, you know, they have that aspect of it, which is like the twenty three me talks about. You can find um, genetically if you have a proclivity for or, or, or a possibility of a certain disease or blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, you, uh, there's that PBS show where they go and they, they do extensive background. So Henry Louis Gates is the host? I think, it, it's yes. It's fantastic. And, and my God, you know, they have these celebrities finding out uh, about themselves going back generation to generation to generation. I would love to know. I mean, honestly, you'd hate to think that all that stuff just evaporates. Yeah. The it- accumulated story of your family, mm-hmm. you know evaporates after a while. Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely does. My uncle was big into preserving the family tree and tracing it before a lot of these websites uh, came along, these services. Mm-hmm. Does he, so does he have stuff pertaining to that? Yeah, he did. Because that'll, that'll serve you well. He's got you it do. all written down. Yeah. Um, he, he passed away a few years ago, but so somebody in my family has it. Well, and these services, that that's basically what they do. It's just like an online family tree. Like, if you yep. if you do the swab and you create an account, you log on, it immediately links you to the people that have also done this. So, you know, I can see my uncle's in there, my mom's in there, but then, you know, further down, second, third, cousins, things like that. Mm. I wonder if I'd want to know about other people that I won't that I don't call. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So but I just I know. to know, let me go to uh, Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Mandy. You wanted to tell us a story? Yes. So I just met my sister. She lives in Alabama. We wow. didn't know about her. You didn't know about her so, at all. Like not even, not even rumors. Not even a, a no, thought. Okay. Nothing. No inkling wow. at all. Okay. She had found her mother. And her mother told her that my dad was her father. Oh, F. So, yeah. So, my dad, um, so she actually called my brother looking for my dad. They had the same name. And my dad was at my brother's house. And he said, he's asking my dad questions while he's talking to this woman on the phone. Uh-huh. And he says, hold on. Dad, say hi to your daughter. And he has my dad's phone. Oh, oh my God. God. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And my dad had just had open heart surgery. <laughs> A month before Open her back up. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're going to give this man a, a massive heart attack here. You ju- he just had a kid. Like, he just found out he has a kid. Mandy, is your mother still in the picture? She's still alive and still in... Uh, with... Yes, they're not together. They're not they're together. Friends. Okay. All right. But they're friends. And my... She actually came to my house uh, Sunday. My sister, Wendy, came to my house Sunday from uh-huh. Alabama. Uh-huh. 
with her daughter, and we had a whole family reunion for the last three days. Wow. Wow. And did your did your dad was he full on surprised? Um, he had an inkling that it could have been he could have had a kid out there. <laughs> okay, so it didn't come as a shock. Uh-uh. He's 72 years old. He didn't even think of it, you know? Yeah, at a certain um, point. Wow. Yeah, so he's now 72. He's 72. She's 50. And we uh, we had a huge family reunion. Was it, was it a positive experience? Oh, it was wonderful. All right. I copped hysterical when she left last night. Like, it, oh. it, she talks like me. She acts like me. She looks like me. Like, it's just. You walk so alike. Weird. You talk alike. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's uh, that's, that's a great story Mandy. out of the blue. Thank imagine you. that, you know, so obviously that's wow. an element of, uh, as well. My family has points in it, you know, going back where there there were these bifurcations that existed where someone could, you know, we don't know, you know, there were splits and so on and so forth. I'd be curious to see how it how we ended up where we are. You say bifurcations. Splits. Okay. Split, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Hey, um, this Christmas, uh, my family did the whole, like, genetic ancestry.com thing, mm-hmm. um, and my aunt ended up tracking down a half-sister that nobody in the family knew that they had. Okay. Was that sister Chuck Wepner? <laughs> <laughs> did you reach out? Did you guys reach out to her? Uh, my aunt did. Uh, the rest of us basically just um, we kept our distance because apparently she had gone through her whole life thinking she was an only child. Wow. And then, then she found out she has three sisters and a brother. Oh, Brian, so man. when that happens and you're 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 like you're obviously like a, a little bit flabbergasted. Do do you have like a family meeting about how you proceed and how you reach out and you know how that whole procedure goes? Well, we basically all decided like it's up to her whether she wants to reach out. To right. Her, uh, right. Or not. Yeah, it's it, so. Um, but would you recommend for people like who are reaching out and doing stuff like the with the twenty three and Me and Ancestry dot com to to pursue it, or do you think you you know be careful what you wish for? I I think that's an individual basis thing. Yeah, but it's uh, like tricky waters there. I'd say like if you want to go ahead, but don't be surprised if they don't want to talk to you. Yeah, they, like you're sitting there at the desk and they're looking across the table, and they you know the guy who's done the research says. Uh, you have a relative who lives in Juniata Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's a G. Lauer. Uh, thanks, Brian. We are family. I appreciate a lo- it. A lot of times, we are family. <laughs> a lot of times when people are doing this, they're looking for somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so they know that somebody is out there. Apparently, there's some people looking at some of the texts who are very paranoid about it too. Uh, <laughs> not not for the reason of finding family members, but uh, you know, you're giving your your DNA to a oh. you know to a database and. They're gonna they're gonna clone you and Preston. You know. I've given DNA to so many hotel rooms. Oh my yeah. god, have oh, I? Yeah. Are oh you my. kidding me? And clone There's me gallons of that stuff. What's that? Clone you? It would make life better if there were more there than more... one of me. Come That's on. Adorable. Let's look at the <laughs> sunny side of be an army of Cathy's. Uh, I thought you were gonna say one of you, but you, you brought it back to yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. one. <laughs> one an army of Manthes. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Whole battalion. Tradition one go up for me quick. It's like that scene from Attack of the Clones where they're, this is not exactly what we ordered. Right. All right. Well, anyhow, they may have, they may have tracked down who exactly Jack the Ripper was. He was a Polish barber. So, but that's using DNA forensics. Um, anyhow, we have uh, stuff to bring up speed on. Uh, number one, we have a secret text word today. A chance for you to win 
uh, free Dunkin' iced coffee for an entire year. Text the word SECRET to 39333. Don't forget they have a $2 medium iced coffees all day long. And we have free coffee right now, iced coffee. The Dunkin' Cruiser is at One Ballot Plaza in Bella Kinwood at the West Lobby. And they're handing it out for the first day of spring, so why not? And since it's spring, you may as well strip off a little bit and get comfortable. We have the ladies of Delilah's here on our hottie cam, too. And they have their Entertainer of the Year party tonight at 7 o'clock. You can go to Delilah's.com, the information. They have their guest host, Simone uh, Danilustris, and she's like a gazillion-time nude entertainer of the year. Whatever occupation you can do nude, she's won an award for doing it. And they are going to have the most uh, talented girls competing for the title of Entertainer of the Year 2019. And a special set by Philly's own DJ Active, Janet Jackson's tour DJ, who will be there tonight. So those things are taking place. We have a painfully single mixer that's coming up. We announced Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness, which is happening tomorrow. It's a lot to take in, but uh, we think you can do it. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. we got more to come. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters. Why take a chance with anybody else? Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The ladies of Delilah's are here. They just Woo! changed. They're walking into our studio now. Are those Phillies bikinis that you're wearing? Is that what that is? Wow. I don't know. The Rabbi Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, on those, their... are the, those are the same ones the team wears, Preston. It's, it's Phillies <laughs> on their heinies. <laughs> so we have uh, Cece and Mia and Cassandra who are here, and they're promoting uh, the Entertainer of the Year event, which is tonight at Delilah's Gentleman's Club. I uh, 7 p.m. Anthea is here, too. Uh, select bar open, uh, select open bar and gourmet hors d'oeuvres begin at 7 p.m. Details at Delilah's.com. You can set up a table bottle service and all that stuff. So uh, tonight, that's when that's taking place, 7 o'clock at Delilah's. And then another thing, we announced this uh, earlier this morning. We are in conjunction with the uh, NCAA tournament. We are doing what's called the Preston and Steve Daily Rush Madness. And it is what it sounds like. It's uh, all of our Daily Rush videos. Not all of them. It's the 64 that we chose uh, that are going to go head-to-head by uh, battling against each other by popularity. And we are going to have you vote on them. And we're going to be doing it five times a day for the next three weeks starting tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll make it easy for you. And uh, I, I looked at the text. I saw a few more come up after we were done talking about it, asking if certain videos were going to be on. Somebody asked if... The Casey Kasem uh, Indian Reservation <laughs> is on there, which I only remember part of that. I'll I believe go, it I, is. I have to go back and watch these. I think it's on there. Yeah. And then another one was, oh, man, what was the other one? Uh, it, uh, I was cracking up when I was thinking about it. Uh, there, oh, um, no, I can't remember. There's so many of them. Uh, and but the, the Casey Kasem is in there. I saw the Casey the, Kasem. Uh, damn brackets. it. What was the other? Oh, it was uh, James Mason Counts. 
Oh. It was the, the counting lesson, or teaches you to count. Sure, yeah. Uh, which is one of my absolute favorites. You know, why is it the, the, the whole bracket concept is so much fun? It is what fun. What do we do with the music and the albums here? We, you know, we've done it often, just... We've done MMR music. We've done we've done songs. We've done yes. albums. We did. We made the perfect band. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yes. And we, and we yeah. had uh, we had bass player, guitar, drummer, singer, and yep. uh, and so we've done different. They're always it just makes you, fun. Exactly, and it, it makes you you pair off. And I know you've done uh, Sarah and Jackson's bracket show. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a fun thing to do. I did it with the James Bond movies. Uh, you know, and you start you start to well, how do I judge this against this? Ultimately, though, it's just a great way to review all this. Stuff that's yeah. there for your enjoyment. Yep. yep. Last so. year they did a Delco Town one, um, which I think I remember. I think that. everybody loses in that, but uh, <laughs> it was the most Delco Town, right? Yeah. Yep. And, Ridley won, and Ridley won. And weren't you always? Uh, it's funny. Okay, this is a whole other conversation. I have something else I'm going to get to, but I forgot <laughs> I was with. It was Connor and somebody else. I was in an appearance, and they were they were battling it out as far as. What was the most Delco town? <laughs> yeah, and and I think the impression was that um, the more trashy it is, the more Delco it is. I, I don't necessarily think trashy. I think there's a, there's a like a just a passion involved there because Ridley won, and Ridley's not trashy, but Ridley also is a township, right? So you have a whole bunch of different towns that kind of make up the Ridley area. Right. But that little nuance is the kind of thing that fuels con- yeah. these mm-hmm. kind of things. So, yeah. so, well, this is not that, and there's a little bit of this, you know, yeah. and that's why people get so passionate. I'm so looking forward three weeks for this. So we've somewhat seeded these videos, yeah. meaning that we've taken the ones that we feel are have the most oomph. Uh, and we've put in them in their put them in their proper place, so they're going to be uh, you know matched up like you would in the NCAA tournament. So so the the top ones are are facing the ones that might have a tough time, and we'll have them battle it out, and we'll start that up tomorrow. And as you're reviewing, appreciate just all the incredible work that Nick Murphy and his uh, video team does. Yeah, some of them have some uh, wonderful flourishes. Uh, take a look at the graphics that are uh, like on the opening, uh, uh, you know, the opening seconds of the video. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. And Marissa is trying to uh, is going to try and make it accessible for you to be able to watch each video when we do the mashup. So. Uh, what am I doing here? I don't know. Uh, Preston, you're now the Pope. Uh, finding your roots. No, oh. this is this is WHYY is listening to the show right now. Oh, <laughs> this is like what you heard about finding your roots on Preston and Steve this morning. The show returns to WHYY TV <laughs> Tuesday, April second at eight PM. It's a great show. That's funny. All right, thanks for yeah. tweeting that out. We appreciate that. Hey, uh, here's a local thing. Marissa sent this over to me. You know, technically, I guess this is junk drawer. Oh, yay! We, like might, we might go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, yay! Not... Can I have ice cream, Daddy? We sounded like That's a That's what it sounded like, yeah. Uh, Marissa said this to me yesterday, so I got to give her credit for that. But uh, Questlove, yes, the drummer, of course, uh, and DJ, announced the launch of a namesake cheesesteak uh, made with the Impossible Meat. It's going to be plant-based, and it's called Questlove's Cheesesteak. And they're gonna they're gonna actually debut this at Citizens Bank Park, and it's gonna be served at all of the Phillies' home baseball games this season. March twenty eighth is when this first rolls out. I'm intrigued. Me I've too. had the Impossible Burger. I like it a lot. It is really good. Now Impossible Two is coming out, so there there is a new riff on the the Impossible Burger. All right, and they've they've upped the. Um, 
The uh, burger taste. Okay. I think the regular Impossible Burger is wonderful. I like Listen, it. if you're to sit down and have a Kobe burger, yeah. you could tell the difference. Sure. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, I, I eat them all the time. I love them. I, I so think, this is going to be a great option. I think they taste a little different than real beef. Yes. But they taste good. Well, yes. That's the thing. Just by they themselves. And you want the slightly texture. different, but it's good. The, the texture is also very, very important here. It's very hamburger-ish. It's yeah. very uh-huh. chopstick-ish. It's uh, also important to note here that Questlove is not a vegetarian. Well, that's what I was curious about because uh, I he's was an apostletarian. <laughs> I was wondering why they'd go with a you know a, a veggie based cheese or I mean not cheese a, a, a meat uh, replacement. So uh, apparently he's he's big in in the culinary world though. Well, okay. and, don't... I, and I did not know that he's participated in a slew of food activities such as uh, Top Chef and Parts Unknown. And he has a something called uh, it's a, a, a nonfiction focused culinary work. Uh, he's been nominated for a James Beard Foundation Book Award for a book called Something to Food About Exploring Creativity with Innovative Chefs. Preston, I didn't know that. Like, all right, you had a drum off with Quest Love. We have always been Quest Love fans. We've yes. always, I, you know, I. We should. We need to get him, uh, even if it's yeah. on the freaking phone. Oh, I agree. You know, uh, he, to, to get this in, and and to get some of these in here to taste because I I I, I honestly I'm not feeling a lot of love from Chris Love. He <laughs> used to respond to my texts, and uh, because when we had him in, he gave me his number uh-huh. and uh, would occasionally respond. Uh, and was nice, and he doesn't anymore. And I know he's big, and I'm, I'm not besmirching him. No, for that. we love we love Questlove, but, uh, but we're not feeling love from Questlove. I also haven't texted him in a, in a few years, so I'm going to do it right now and text we'll see if he can respond. Yeah, lead with uh, WMMR. Love yeah. you, and, yeah, uh, and because he, he 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 was really excited about the fact that he was on MMR. Uh, yeah, he when, was when he, when he came by and and was in the studio playing. So uh, maybe he'll be into it. But we'd love to hear more about this. So that's going to be not only at Citizens Bank Park, uh, but they are going to add this impossible cheesesteak to Questlove's cheesesteak um, at uh, 40 Live Nation owned and operated venues across the U.S. It's a great option. It really is. Yeah. So Uh, I go, you know, obviously I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of Harvest. And then Harvest has the Impossible Burgers. I have them now more than... I'm having Impossible Burgers now more than I have regular burgers. Okay. Yeah. What's the nutritional difference? Uh, you know I don't what? know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked into that yet. I know it's pretty good. I know, like, for example, to approximate the um, the redness of the, the meat, they're using beets. So okay. beets are good for you. And, and there's some other aspects to it that I know are good. And if they're using beans, you should get a pretty decent protein quotient right. in there. So no, I thought you said beets. There's beets, too. He did say beets, beets but, it, but, beets it, and but beans? I said if they're using beans, because sometimes that's a good replacement yeah. for... Um, for meat or, and or right there, Preston. Ground glass, ground glass. Yeah, my goodness, no. no. Uh, wow. Here we go. Here, here's the full nutritional breakdown of one three ounce Impossible Burger patty. That's a pretty small patty. Yeah, that's a small. It's patty. like a dot. Uh, it's like two, a lifesaver. Two hundred and twenty calories. A uh, lot of sodium. Four hundred and thirty uh, milligrams of sodium. Yeah. Twenty grams of protein. Good. That's high. Five grams carbo- carbohydrates. Not bad. That's low. Uh, and less than one gram of sugar. So 220 calories. That's a little high calorie count-wise, but still. So let's pop it into like an 8-ounce burger. So if there's uh, 220 calories in. Well, just double it and go six, uh, you know, to make it easier. So it's going to be 440 calories for just the the burger patty. Wow, that's a lot. But Um, what is it in comparison to an actual burger? Do you know what I mean? Like it might. I think an actual burger might be a leaner 
piece of burger might be a little less caloric. Pull up the nutritional oh, aspects wow. no. of uh, ground beef. What? It's what? less in calories. A burger? Yes. Yes. So a regular a regular meat burger is gonna uh, less, right? If you uh, yeah, if you do a three ounce ground beef patty that's ninety three percent lean, it's only one hundred and sixty four calories as opposed mm. to the two twenty for the Impossible Burger. Okay. Well, it's give and take, and especially if you're going to be, you know, if, if you're if you're eating for ethical reasons, if you're not, if you don't want to eat any animal based products, then it's it's a payoff. This is what you got to do if this, you want to so shut up. Burger. This is way the Impossible Burgers. Th- there's way less uh, sodium in a the regular in a hamburger. Zero mm-hmm. carbohydrates, mm-hmm. zero sugar, zero fiber. So you're saying shove that up your butt and eat meat, right? I, kind of. <laughs> She's saying, really, don't even cook it. Jump on the cow and start gnawing exactly. away. <laughs> Why cook? Beat, right. Hit it with the shovel until it's dead and start eating through its stomach. All I know is they taste good. And they do. When they pulled up a picture of this, I my mouth started to water a little bit. It so. looks really good. That's cool. All right, Quest well, Love one? That, that made your mouth water? Yes. yes. Yeah. It Me looked too. good. Yeah. So, all right. Anyhow. And Quest Love, just seeing him makes my mouth water. Oh, yeah. uh, that's going to be <laughs> available March 28th at Citizens Bank Park. By uh, the way, President, yes. the fills are on the cover of Sports Illustrated. They just debuted this. No and, kidding. Yeah. So, um, this comes out uh, today, oh. and uh, it's Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, Aaron Nola, and JT Realmuto. And so, yeah, they're donning the cover. And the Sixers were just on the cover last month. That's cool. See what she said? What the, uh, the caption underneath is, Preston? Uh-huh. We draw our strength from the recent appearance of the Preston and Steve <laughs> show. <laughs> I tell you what, it's so funny looking at Reese, because Reese is just such a, he's just such a dude. Yeah. yeah. He's just a guy. He's just a young guy. I mean, you would not at all, if you were to encounter him, just running into him at a, yeah. at a convenience store or whatever. There's no way you'd go, that dude's pro baseball player. He just, <laughs> no. he's, he's so, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. He's just an, an everyday person, so. Well, it's like us when people see, you know, we're glammed up and people say all the time. Up, but like Wendy Williams, yeah. you know, but when mm. we're not glammed up, you wouldn't mm. notice. No, you'd have no idea. All right, uh, let me dig into the jungle. Right? I do have some other things. You know what, why don't you go a little bit deeper? Can you get in there with your legs? Yeah, <laughs> hang on a second. Like you're crushing grapes? Down in there. Here we go. Uh, annual ranking of the best and worst airlines in the United States has come out. Start with uh, start with the worst. Uh, it's called the Point Guys Third Annual List. They rank the ten largest U.S. airlines from best to worst. So you want me to go to the worst? What do you think Bill would want? Uh, <laughs> what WWBD? What would Bill want? What would Bill do? What, oh my God! What would Bill do? Third leg of the bill. Uh, let's go. Let's start with the the last place. Uh, number ten is Frontier Airlines. A lot of these I've never flown. These yeah. are p- puddle jumpers. Yeah, Nick, Frontier no, is no, 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 no. Frontier is not. These are the just, biggest airlines. Nick Murphy just took them to L.A. Mm-hmm. and they are Frontier. A, yeah, they're yep. a real cheap alternative. Uh, bench seating, right? He went, practically. No, I, he went to L.A. How much did he go for? One, uh, less like than hundred bucks. S- yeah, like seventy-five dollars or something like so that. So for the years and years and years, so I guess they've they've achieved a, a higher status. But for years and years and years, Frontier used to be short routes, not yeah. you know, not 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 a, a big player. I did not know they had achieved that status. Yeah. I've flown Frontier a number of times, and I completely disagree with. Okay, you guys have said said things like this before. I completely disagree with it. the The seats are actually, I find them to be a little bit bigger. They're less cushioned, yeah. so I'm not sure how I would go, you know, out to L. A. But like a quick trip, like we did to Florida or whatever, I. I I, thought, I have no problem with it. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Yeah, hold, please. Hold, hold on real quick. Please. Because it says it fell five spots from last year's ranking. It was number five last year, Kathy. Um, but um, apparently, let me see here. Where's the stat? It fell five five spots 
Um, and uh, Frontier's last place finish was attributed to its poor on-time record. Oh, all right. So here's okay. it, so here here's the the uh, the qualifications, the criteria. I'm sorry, it included timeless timeliness, comfort, cancellations, pricing, customer satisfaction, lost baggage, and a few other things. So those bear are that's what they're considered bear attacks. <laughs> In-flight bear attacks. Now I know everything. So if you see a, a price, it's like a hundred bucks. You that that doesn't include your seat. Like you have to pay a seat fee, and then you have to pay a baggage fee. But in the <clears> end, <throat> when it all adds up, it's still less than if you were to fly one. Wait, of the other so no, wait, Nick, Nick, Nick Murphy. So Nick Nick Murphy says he he flew from here to L.A. for a hundred bucks round trip round what? trip for a hundred bucks yeah here here he's coming he in really? right now so you liar he, he no he looked around he got a deal and uh, did and you he was, he was able to uh, he he and his friend decided they were going to do this trip the cheapest way possible right yeah we went uh, super cheap on it and uh, so we booked our our uh, original flight round trip and it was uh, eighty bucks. And round trip eight that no additional fees except for your luggage maybe nothing they're assuming you're traveling with nothing okay right? we wanted to pick our seats it was like eight bucks okay each way all right and then if we needed a bag it was like 35 bucks which still has you traveling round trip yeah. to la for about 140 bucks right and then we we upgraded to their like business first class whatever it's called which, which means they hand you a stapler right basically for <laughs> you know well, like yeah, they, they like they use yeah, in business yeah, you got some business to do <laughs> but they Here's don't have the larger stapler. first class Here, staple some stuff yeah. they do they so, do so wait what the, was the norm, question no, the, normally their seats are like three in a row kind of like regular like yeah. three and three if you bump up to this other one it's just two seats okay so it's like right. a regular size seat but there's only two so you got like a little bit of room and that was like an extra 25 30 bucks each way Nick, the the the, uh, so the round went, trips regularly for that that's obscenely cheap yeah it was it was insane we were like Did, was there a closed crazy. window that you could book during so, uh no they had like limited flights definitely all right so what are we what are we talking about how limited i mean they they only did like three or like three flights a day it's not out there bad. it really wasn't that right. bad all right, so well, I mean, it can be done, uh, and but they were in last place. Would you rank them as the worst airline? I mean, we went in with kind of low expectations. Okay, well, and, and I think that's part we were of, good. That yeah, you, you should yeah. be all right. If so if you yes, yeah, if you're not uh, okay, okay, I, I like it. Let me go. Through I had the no idea. Is, let me go through the rest of these. Num- number nine is Sprint. Sprint airline. Number eight is Allegiant. Allegiant. I haven't flown any of these. Uh, that flies out of Allentown. Allentown. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Okay. It's not, you can get like a super cheap flight from Allentown uh, into, I think it's Sanford, which is close to Orlando. So people trying to get to Orlando cheaper can go out of there. Did you know what it takes me about the same amount of time to get to Allentown as it does to Philadelphia International? Because I live up off the Northeast Extension. Really? I should start looking into flying out of there. Yeah, yeah Allentown's an easy drive for And me. Allegiant, their slogan is, Allegiant out of Allentown, we both start with A's. <laughs> <laughs> And people it's kind of obvious. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know. Yes, it's interesting. The airline that uh, starts with an A. Uh, a what? Like Albany? <laughs> it only no, flies as soon as it starts with A. No, that'd be stupid. Or Albuquerque. Alf- <laughs> when you're thinking Allentown, think Allegiant. Austin. Uh-huh. Now my brain is scouring yeah, for boy. cities that start Augusta. with A. Uh-huh. Augusta, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Go to the you can go to the Masters. Right. If only Alaska was a city. Anchorage, Anchorage. There we go. All right, uh, Alaska. Okay, let me. Alaskan Airlines is in yeah. right. Alaskan Airlines is on this list. All right, number seven. These are the best uh, and yeah. worst airlines in the U.S. The top ten, anyway. Uh, JetBlue is number seven. Uh, number six is American Airlines. 
Used to be U.S. Air, of course. I used to have a lot of issues with American Airlines, and now I haven't done a lot of flying, but I think they've gotten a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the plane we were on had nicer seats than I remember in the past. It actually had places where you could plug in and charge up your electronics. Right. Going down. Not uh, coming back. They didn't have plugs? Not on the way back, no. But they allowed, there was a special area where you could check your alligator. Okay. Yeah. Just don't fly basic economy. Starts with a name. Ever. Basic economy. They hadn't even ever seen tickets like that. Uh, well, no- you know, when you get a ticket and it's handwritten. <laughs> Number five is Hawaiian Airlines. Hawaiian Airlines. Yep. Out of Hawaii. That is correct. And also don't forget that they fly from uh, island to island, too. So and Allentown. Like, and those are like every hour. They, and they fly exclusively to Allentown. <laughs> oh, there you Aloha. Go. You get out of <laughs> Allentown Airport and they're putting a lay around oh, your neck. God. What's this about? Uh, oh, you got to do it. Uh, <laughs> U- union rules. <laughs> Number four is United. United. Oh, they still exist? They love to fly. And, and it, it shows. shows. <laughs> mm. Jinx. <laughs> Yeah, they're still around. I Kath. didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I they think I know it. Flew them out west. Uh, Denver. No, uh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. fly in and out of Denver a lot, and also uh, Chicago is their okay. club. They actually flew Allegiant to find out that they uh, uh, were still in practice. Number three is Southwest Airlines. Southwest. Okay. I always have a good time on Southwest. Do you? Why? But, why but is I'm, that? But I'm always suspect of it when I get there because of the boarding process, process and, picking, yeah. and picking your own seats. But I always end up with something. I'm is it GA? With. Uh, yes. it, for the most part, yeah. yeah. Uh, however, you can pay more to be to get on earlier. Um, and they're like their flight attendants kind of joke around. They're and, fun. Yeah, they're yeah. A little... like that. They probably will yeah. give you a handy in the lavatory Why if not? you ask, but or the galley. But you know, last time I flew Southwest, I sat next to a guy who travels a lot for work, and he was telling me a story about um, a Southwest flight attendant. He said. Uh, he always boards boards first because, you know, he buys the extra whatever mm-hmm. so you can get on earlier. Yeah. And he said he, he was the first one on and he walked on and he went where he was sitting. The uh, the overhead bin was closed. So he opened it and he said the flight attendant was in the overhead bin and scared him. Oh, like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's what Casey would do. That's what Casey would Although do. Although there's no way I'm fitting my fat ass into an overhead bin, but. I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, that's kind of, that's good. Lighten it up. Maybe that's a goal for you, Casey. That is a goal Someday to get up in the overhead bin. Dude, pretend I'm you're crashing stuff like that. Line flight. Oh. We're going down. Just kidding. We're <laughs> 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 just kidding. You know, fun. Sounds having a laugh. You know? <laughs> Do it from the beginning of an announcement, if you would, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement. We're going down. We're going to crash. <laughs> Make peace with you. God, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've already done the overhead compartment gag. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, two more on this list. So Southwest. Or the, the oxygen mask fall down from the ceiling on each mask that says, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, Preston, you put the oxygen mask on, it leaves a black ring around your face. <laughs> <laughs> Look in the mirror, you idiots. They go all the way as far as they actually putting it yeah. on. They, they let the gag go that far. <laughs> Look at your faces. <laughs> You got black rings around your faces. Black ring around the nose. Or they come out with full red lipstick. <laughs> right. <on>. Everybody does. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You look like whores. 
Casey's told me I need to wrap this All up. Right, so, damn it. Number two on this list is Alaskan Airlines. I've flown them. Have you? Yeah. In, Did uh, you fly on one that had the big Alaskan, uh, the big uh, yeah. Alaskan? Yeah, and it was from, Eskimo on it. It was from Seattle to uh, the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, one of those two, and it was uh, it, re- it was great. It was a really uh, convenient flight. Really, I, I, I love the way I love that picture. I don't know what it is. It's yeah, uh, and they, they they have always gotten raves. Alaskan Airlines, newer planes too. And number one on this list, according to uh, the points guy, the points guys. Um, <laughs> Delta is the number one hmm. uh, airline in the country, as far as in the country. So timeliness, comfort, cancellations, pricing, right. customer satisfaction, lost baggage, all that stuff. They so. hear things about like uh, what is it the uh, what is that the uh, the one that Jennifer Aniston was doing the commercials for the oh United Emirates yeah or, so, I mean em- right yeah or Aer Lingus or something like right. that right one I'm of those sure um, sure people who self mutilate. No. Mm-hmm. No, not Qatar. Q-U-A-T-A-R. No. Qatar, some people oh, call okay. that, Qatar. All right, so anyhow, Dubai? Uh, if you're flying sometime soon, uh, keep that in mind that these are, you may want to try a different, uh, different airline and see what their experience is all about. Hmm. We, have a, we have a limited series of options here, right? Out yeah. That fly out of Philly. Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm ha- by it's the way, an international airport, but but the hub is American, so that's the bulk of the flights are going to be those. Just a quick note about the airport. They're, I think they're, they're putting a polish on it. You can tell that that oh, whole yeah. area that has the it's little, better. The, the, the iPads and the ordering stations and yep. the, the charging stations. Most uh, definitely. It's going in the right direction. All right, thanks for letting me clean out the junk drawer. Apologizing to Steve, who's on the phone line. I didn't get a chance to go to him. He says they do impossible burgers and cheesesteaks at Wilson's Secret Sauce. Uh, what? So I wanted to mention that, so I appreciate that. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Delilah's ladies are, yeah, they're on our hottie cam wearing their uh, Phillies bikinis. Yes. Uh, and they are uh, promoting the Entertainer of the Year event tonight. So check out CC Mia, and Cassandra on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, we have uh, one of your last chances to text in to win free Dunkin' Ice coffee for an entire year. It's our secret text word. Text the word secret to 39333. And we'll get a winner in just a little bit. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents an epic co-headline summer tour with Corn. And Allison Chase. Saturday, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion with special guests under oath. Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. Corn and Allison Chains North American Tour. August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 93.3 WMMR Panama. Getting close to 9.50. Oh. On a Wednesday morning, uh, we do things on Wednesdays like Secret Text for a chance for you to win uh, Dunkin' Coffee for a year. So get on that now. You're running out of time. Text the word SECRET to 39333. First day of spring, Dunkin' is offering up free iced coffee here at One Ballot Plaza, our building where we broadcast from the West Lobby. You drive around the parking lot, you'll see some signs on the building. Look for the one that says West Lobby or just look for the Dunkin' Cruiser. Go by and get yourself some free Iced coffee this morning. Partly cloudy, 55 today for the first day of spring. Let's get our final 
look at traffic. What's up, Kath? We've got a Tacony Palmer Ira drawbridge opening, so expect jam traffic on both sides of the bridge. 95 southbound jams from bridge through to Girard. Schuylkill eastbound slowing Conchahawk and into Belmont. Heavy City to the Vine. Westbound jams Vare Avenue to South Street. The Boulevard out to Belmont. Uh, in Coatesville, business 30 between 82 and 13 have still closed. We've got that accident. Has both directions closed all morning. Uh, and then in New Jersey, on the White Horse Pike at Evesham Road, right lane construction causing a jam up there. 42, 55 have cleared out. This traffic report brought to you by eBay. You know when you're shopping and find that perfect thing, that feeling, and then you see the price and you're like, wait, it's how much? Did you check eBay? And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Special treat today that we just found out. Um... Unfortunately, Pierre's not going to be in today. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. He's got an appointment or something. Uh, came down last minute. So. He's uh, flying to Allentown. Oh, that's where he's yeah. headed. <laughs> no, for your listening pleasure, today, I kid you not, broadcasting midday's. Come on. Wild Bill West. Yeah. Bill Weston is doing Pierre's show today, so you uh, you get to hear. Bill's actually, he's got a great voice. He is good. He's, he's a really solid jock, so he'll be on the air today. So does that mean no meetings since he's going to be on his, That's doing his honor ship? That's the first thing Nick said. He's like, oh, I guess we're not going to have a meeting today, which we do on Mondays and Wednesdays. So. Our 11 I get off. From Philadelphia. It's Hailstorm. I get off. I get off. I get off. I get off. Now, Maybe. are we going to have someone monitoring all day? Oh, yeah. uh, maybe, you know, <laughs> just to see what comes up. We'll find out. I but, get off. Uh, Bill on the air today. Oh, I'll take us off air. Okay. Oh, right. boy. Pearl Jam's highest charting single to date. Come on, no. I, we got to get to... You told me... Hey, come on, I get go. off. A couple of minutes here. We got to do the Bizarre Files. So let's get right to it. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. I get off. Thank you, Bill. All right, we'll begin with a Florida man story, of course. A 45-year-old Florida man is accused of throwing a bowl of pancake batter at a woman who was making dinner at the time. What kind of sick bastard does that? An arrest report says Dwayne Zimmerman was drunk on Friday night when he went on to the porch of a home where the woman was making pancakes. You know what that is, Preston? That's battery. Uh, it's actually... Hey! Yeah, it was That's great. Kind of my punchline. Oh, later man. oh sorry. Right. It's okay. <laughs> He was actually, well, I'll, I'll get to it. Anyhow, uh, an arrest report says Dwayne Zimmerman was drunk Friday night. He went onto the porch of a home where a woman was making pancakes. The woman told deputies that Zimmerman insulted her and he threw a cooking pan before picking up the bowl of batter and tossing it at her. The bowl missed the woman but was thrown with enough force to break it. Deputies say the woman had pancake batter in her hair on her clothes, and Zimmerman was arrested on a felony battery charge. Um, the bowls you stir that stuff up in I'm are sure pretty it thick. It could have hurt her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he remained in jail on Monday. Chinese authorities have swooped on a Chinese shrimp importer suspected of smuggling 15,500 metric tons of of shrimp as he disembarked a plane at a Beijing airport. Metric tons of shrimp? How did he yes. do this? Uh, he shoved it down his pants. No, he uh, had done it over several years. Oh, okay. So Chinese police and Customs his parachute pants. officials met the suspect, simply named Mr. Zhao, at the gate as he got off a flight from Hanoi, Vietnam. Vietnam. Uh, TV news crews from, uh, I'm sorry, TV news crews 
Film Zhao as he was escorted through the airport by two Chinese officials at his side. He's suspected of smuggling primarily frozen shrimp worth an estimated $133 million into China. Dear God. Across the country's southern border that's, with Vietnam over a period of three years. It's staggering. It's thought that he avoided uh, customs duties to the tune of like $10 bucks. Uh, the arrest is the latest in a series of actions by Chinese authorities targeting smugglers who bring seafood across the border between Vietnam and China to avoid Chinese customs duties. Uh, so he is just one of a few that's been caught of this. Uh, an enraged man who threatened to kill his wife told officers that he had been, and I quote, doing meth and pleasuring myself all day and it feels great. Ah, huh. Is according to... Uh, you got to do what you love in life. Uh, Bangor, Maine police said so. Police. You know, if you do meth all day and pleasure yourself, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> police were called Sunday evening. <laughs> My dad told me that. Yeah. To the couple's <laughs> Son, <laughs> do lots of meth and spank it all day and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> and you'll never have to brush your teeth yeah. either. <laughs> Eric Fernack's wife ran out to uh, officers in a panic and said her husband was out of control and threatened to kill her. The 46-year-old Fernack. Walked out of the house in a state of rage and was screaming as he came towards officers. I'm trying to do meth and pleasure myself. He was told he would be shocked with a stun gun if he did not allow uh, follow officers' orders. He reportedly got onto the ground while saying he had been doing meth and pleasuring himself all day, <laughs> all day, and it feels Can I great. Get on the ground on my back because I'd like to continue pleasuring myself. Farnack was handcuffed, and police said it appeared that he was highly under the influence of a controlled substance. You made me drop my meth. Uh, his wife told officers he appeared to be under the influence when he came home early Sunday morning when the woman came in about at 5.30 p.m. He was outside the home and screamed at his wife to get into the house. <sighs> My dogs are barking. I can't wait to start doing meth and pleasure myself. <laughs> All right, and then we'll, we'll have time for one more quickie, right, Case? And then we got to wrap it up? Yeah. <sighs> yes. Or is it too late? No, hurry up. Okay. Just do the meth. Police have been uh, mulling the possible reasons for why woman, why someone would steal a dog poop bin from a seaside resort. <laughs> this is in England. Uh, it was unscrewed from its mounting and taken at Fisherman's Cove in East Portalmouth, Devon, sometime between Tuesday and Wednesday. Officers are looking for leads to locate the bin, but it, not its contents. Oh, look here, free container of pudding. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Kathy, give me a number. Call it for that secret text word. Six. All right, caller wow. six, man. You get a shot at winning free Dunkin' Ice coffee for a year. You got to know the secret text word. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back and get our winner. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Weekly Rush, a video highlights compilation gleaned from an entire week's worth of laughs. Available now in the Get Local section of Xfinity On Demand. Beastie Boys on 93.3 WMMR. What you want? Want a year of free iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts? Is that what you want? Yeah. We can give that away. Caller number six right now. We can do that very thing. So we're going to go to the phones. Caller number six happens to be Alicia. Hi there, Alicia. Hi, Preston. How are you doing today? I'm doing great now. Excellent. Could you use some coffee? Absolutely. Give me a seven-month-old baby. Give me, uh, wow. give, listen, <laughs> give me the word, and we'll give it to you for a year. What is today's secret text word? Official. Official. And you are officially <laughs> the winner. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice job, Alicia. The official coffee of the Preston and Steve show is uh, Duncan, of course. So we now have... Duncan iced coffee for an entire year for you, Alicia. Congratulations. 
Awesome. Thank you guys so much. You sound like you need coffee. Alicia, you drunk. I actually already have those told me this morning. I need some more, though. All right. Fair enough. Try the mocha when you get a chance. It's I had it this morning. It's delicious. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Also, don't forget for uh, throughout March, as much as fun as St. Patrick's Day was, you can still celebrate with Irish cream coffee and mint brownie donuts. Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. And uh, don't forget, we still have... Are they still out there? Do we know? Do I know? Yeah. Yeah. The Duncan Cruiser is still here. One Bala Plaza. Free coffee. Free iced coffee, I should say, for the first day of spring. So if you want to swing by today, grab it. They got... I believe nine ounce uh, cups of the mocha and also of the trefoil. Is that so? Is that the, I had that? I must have had that as well. It has okay. a, it's like a shortbread taste to it, That's right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So trefoil, it was really good. The trefoil cookies from Girl Scouts are just the the kind of yeah, uh, yeah. kind of vanilla plain ones. They're some of my favorites. Well, that was then they nailed it. That's a good taste. Uh, so come by. Not sure how long they're going to be here, but they are here now. We are going to do the lesson question for today, and we're going to give away this morning. A uh, pair of tickets to see Nick Offerman at the Met, and that is coming up on November 2nd. So, uh, let's go with this particular question. What is the name of the family in Kathy's Irish ancestry? <laughs> I guess it should be, well... I don't remember it. What? Hmm, I don't know how, quite how to word this. Um, what is the name from a very big relative in uh, Kathy's Irish Ancestry. I Does think that make I think sense? people will get it. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. It's a special voice as Steve does. Oh. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. This morning is brought to you by the AC Beer and Music Fest. Listen up, craft beer lovers, foodies, and fans of the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. The AC Beer and Music Fest is hosting the first ever Atlantic City Beer Week. March 25th through the 31st, you can visit acbeerfest.com for more information. What's going on, Steve? Well, Peloton Bikes being sued by several publishing companies claiming they're using music in their online spin classes that they haven't acquired the rights to. Peloton denies the charges, saying most people use the bikes to hang their clothes on. (laughs) The University of Michigan gymnastics coach who was arrested for having sex in public with one of his gymnasts uh, was slapped with just a fine on Monday. 39-year-old Scott Vettere says he's furious with the light sentence, noting that the court just blew his one chance to star in a Dateline episode. <laughs> and finally, Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale seen having a steamy makeout session in the back of a taxi cab after leaving the premiere of a movie. At the end of the ride, the driver reportedly waved off the tip, saying his reward was just rubbing one out. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> that's your Hollywood. All right. So we shall see if you know the answer to the question. What is the name of the family... Uh, what is the name of the family and Kathy's Irish ancestry? There we go. I'll go to Nick. Hey, Nick, good morning. Good morning, guys. Nick, do you know the answer? Yeah, it should be Omanthe. Omanthe. <laughs> Correct. Hang on a second, Nick. We're going to give you tickets to see Nick Offerman at the Met November 2nd. Tickets go on sale Friday at noon via Ticketmaster.com and... TheMetPhilly.com. Time to fire up the music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, this morning brought to you by Duncan. Fuel your day with iced coffee from Duncan. Duncan now has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. America runs on Duncan, excludes cold brew, participation may vary, and a limited time offer. 
Former Slipknot guitarist Donnie Steele has spoken out in defense of the band's percussionist Chris Fenn, who sued the group last week over what he alleged was unfair compensation during his 20 years with the outfit. Slipknot officially fired him on Monday, although his ouster was reported in the works, reportedly in the works for several months. We reported on this yesterday. Uh, Steele, by the way, a founding member of Slipknot, left before they recorded the first album. He returned for a brief period to play bass on tour uh, from behind the stage following the death of bassist Paul Gray in 2010. And he since deleted Facebook post that was screen captured and posted on the Slipknot Reddit page. Uh, Steele seemingly wrote about Fenn saying, LOL, don't blame him. Nobody likes to get lied to and ripped off. I know firsthand. Hmm. He added, and most, most of them can't write. In the three years I toured with him, I actually spent more time in writing sessions and the studio than I did on the road. All done behind other members' back. That's how they roll. Sounds like someone else is leaving the band. Uh, no, he's already been. He's been gone. Well, uh, then I was right. So, uh, Corey Taylor uh, wrote in a separate post that uh, he and percussionist uh, Sean Crahan, uh, who Fenn singled out in his lawsuit, had been wrongfully accused by their former bandmate. Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich recently celebrated the 30th anniversary of the band's first ever concert by sharing the only photo he could find of the drum kit that he used at the show, plus the set list and his diary entry from that day. Concert took place March 14th, 1982 at Radio City in Anaheim, California, just month months before Metallica made its recording debut on the first Metal Massacre compilation. The show featured the band's then lineup. James Hetfield on vocals, Dave Mustaine on guitar, Ron McGovney on bass, and Ulrich on drums. And the band played mostly covers and drew 75 people to the show. The set included only two original tunes, Hit the Lights and Jump in the Fire. At the time of the gig, Hetfield had not yet started playing rhythm guitar while singing. Uh, Lars wrote on Instagram, 37 years ago today, March 14th, 82, the Talica played our first live show ever at a joint called Radio City in Anaheim, California. And as you can tell from the notes of my diary, it was my first gig ever, and I was very nervous. Uh, this incarnation of the band... Uh, recorded several demos, including the legendary No Life to Leather and Power Metal tapes. Mm. McGovney was replaced by Cliff Burton by the end of 1982, and Mustaine was dismissed in April of 83 and replaced by Kirk Hammett. What's the uh, oldest picture you have of the image? Do you have a lot of image paraphernalia? Not paraphernalia, but pictures, photo- yeah. Photographs and yeah, stuff. Do you really? Tons of them, We only yeah. just see the one with you with the high hair. Yeah, those were the official... Your your. Uh, you know, publicity for, shots. Yeah, publicity shots. But I've got tons of pictures up. I'll bring some in sometime yeah. let you guys see them. Uh, the lineup of Woodstock 50 has officially been announced. And as previously rumored, the rock portion of the bill includes the Killers, the Lumineers, Raconteurs, Robert Plant, The Head and the Heart, Black Keys, Greta Van Fleet, Portugal the Man, Rival Sons, Imagine Dragons, Cage the Elephant, Young the Giant, Judah and the Lion, and more. Well, that's a pretty good lineup. Other major artists include Miley Cyrus, Santana, John Fogarty, Run the Jewels, Maggie Rogers, John Sebastian, Dead and Company, Chance the Rapper, Sturgill Simpson, uh, Leon Brides, Dawes, Margot Price, Country God. Joe and the Fish, Halsey, Brandy Carlisle. Okay, they fleshed it out. Janelle Monet, Common. Vince Staples, Canned Heat, and others. And acts like Canned Heat and John Sebastian actually played the original festival. You know who you left out? Mm-mm. Last Minute Edition. House Our favorite a cappella singing group. <laughs> the Gibbons Kids. Oh. 
The Gibbons kids. Oh, the Gibbons kids. I thought you were going River Valley Vocal oh, no. Band. I thought you were going Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different ways you can go. Yeah. You know, uh, so MMR posted this on the Instagram account for WMMR yesterday, and um, a lot of the reaction was really and immediately negative. And really? I, yeah, and I think it's a pretty great lineup. And I was wondering if people respond that way just to respond negatively on a social media post or if people genuinely don't like it. Because to me, it looks like a pretty cool variety of a lot of different types of genres of music. Well, and you pointed out, Preston, that the original Woodstock was sort of an eclectic mix. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was actually folk and bluegrass and... Sure. Uh, and Sha-na-na. Yeah, there, there were, you know, the big names of the time, like The Who and Jimi yeah. Hendrix and, and all that. But there were also uh, some kind of newer acts and, and yeah. folky things uh, that, that were in there. Um, trying to think of some off the top of my head, Steve. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash Young, I mean, they were huge, but, but they, uh, they came out and played. That might have been one of their first live performances. That was, the first. I think that was, that was the, the first, first yeah. live yeah. performance. I think it was their yeah. second gig uh, <laughs> overall ever. Well, everybody who works calls me still fast and young. <laughs> uh, but um, who was it? Uh, Alice's Restaurant was his name. Oh, uh, Arlo Guthrie. Guthrie. Arlo Guthrie played, you know. I mean, so I think he did, didn't he? Didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I'll have to go back and look at the original I know President Benjamin Franklin kicked off the festivities. <laughs> well, we've seen that President. guy play guitar. <laughs> President Benjamin. I didn't even pick up on that. How bad is that? <laughs> you know, all the false legends yeah. that have arisen uh-huh. over uh-huh. the years with Woodstock. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, the show... Sorry about that. You want to have a beer over there? <laughs> I dropped the drumstick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it sounds like? I dropped my beer. <laughs> Yeah, brewski time. Uh, the show will take place in Watkins Glen, New York, 150 miles west of the original site on the weekend of August 16th through the 18th and uh, 15th anniversary of the original Woodstock. Nick, maybe it's this, because I I see a little bit of that. Why not some of the big, big acts? Why not Foo Fighters? Why not Pearl Jam? Why not The Who? Uh, you know, with the old guard and the new. There are some good bands there for sure. But I don't hear any real juggernauts. You know what I mean? I this is Woodstock. Do you know why I think that? You, mm-hmm. It just may be a financial issue, yeah. a constraint to get those heavy hitters in there. Yeah. And then there are other people who say, you know, why isn't Hendrix playing it? Why isn't? He's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course. Yeah, if you're going to go to the obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when there are texts or, or posts that say this is an absolute disgrace to the name Woodstock, it's trash, I hope they lose money, it's never going to be the original Woodstock. Do you, know, do you know why they picked Watkins Glen, by the way? Uh-uh. The person furthest from the stage of the original Woodstock was in Watkins Glen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they chose that. <laughs> no, but I, I see the argument, but I, I also, I don't see the necessity, but there again, it's, it's social media. Right. I don't see the necessity to say what a travesty yeah. and... You know, slap in the face, and it's just a pile of, it's like a big pile of dirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> pile of dirt. By the way, I think Saturday's lineup dirt. is is amazing. I think it's a great lineup. Looking it's amazing. At it. Yeah. Okay. Amaze uh, balls. Let's see what's amazing here. Dead and Company, Un- Chance the Rapper, The Black Keys, Sturgill Simpson, Greta Van Fleet, Portugal the Man, Leon Bridges, Gary Clark Jr., Edward Sharp, and the Magnificent Zeros. Magnetic Zero. Magnetic Zeros. And they are a magnificent band. Maleficent Zeros. Uh, David Crosby and Friends, Dawes, Margot Price, Mako and Medicine for the People, India Ari, mm-hmm. 
uh, Jade Bird. Cut, no, you lost me. Well, the rival sons. <laughs> rival sons. Country Joe McDonald. They keep going there. Emily King. Well, Country Joe is at the original, right? Oh, Soccer Mommy's playing. Hey! Well, all right. All right, kids, now you call me when you're done. They don't have Pearl, but yeah. or they don't have Pearl Jam, but they have Pearl. Pearl's Pearl. playing. And yeah. then after that is Jam. <laughs> so the two, there's um, other two bands present playing. They're the, the Beat and the Ols. Uh, so, so you think it's amazing? I think the second, uh, the Saturday lineup is a really great lineup. You okay. know what I want to see, though? It's last on the list on that Saturday lineup. I want to see Ann Moore. I want to see what? Ann Moore. And Moore. Oh, there's, oh, that's right. Says oh, they're playing every single night. Marissa? <laughs> uh, I agree. I think this lineup is awesome. I tweeted out that it's 70% kick-ass, 30% groovy, and it's pretty awesome. Are but you I- going? Uh, yeah, we'll you're going. <laughs> I also ended that tweet saying, and I'm 100% there. But we'll see. But I also found out that there is another concert happening the same weekend in Bethel Woods that is uh, Ringo Starr and his band, Arlo Guthrie, Edgar Winter, right. Santana, and the Doobie Brothers. Okay. So they're having, like, all of those original bands are going, kind of throwing their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Santana is playing it. Yeah, so he's going to do yeah. both. Those okay. con- that concert will start at noon and it'll be over at 6. <laughs> yes, exactly. Did you just say he? Is everybody sleepy? <sighs> Uh, so, Wait, so is Santana the band? Yes. Okay. I'm no, it's a big band. That. There's a lot of people in it. Well, it's not that? Santana the band. <laughs> Santana the house painters, of no, course. No, she meant uh, just Carlos. She, oh, she goes, okay. he is going to be there. No, Santana is a group. It's not yeah, just yeah. Carlos. I don't so. think I ever knew that. That oh. The name Santana references the whole band. Yeah. yeah. All right, you learn yep. stuff. There you go. All right. Uh, so, anyhow, partial lineup for the event was revealed on Tuesday via a 13-minute video featuring adoptable dogs from Chicago's Paws organization. The, clips, the clip promised that the full lineup will be announced soon. Also scheduled to appear at the festival are Tame Impala, Janelle Monet, Lil Wayne. Lil? Uh, yeah, and a bunch of other people. I don't know. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's honestly... Lil, Lil Baby, Lil Skies, Lil Wayne, and Medea. Lil bit of this, Lil bit of that. Yeah. Oh, maybe Carlos Santana will play that song. Little bit little of this, little bit of that. Yeah, because it was Michelle, Michelle Branch. Branch yeah, yeah and, uh, and Carlos Santana. And Lil Branch will be there, too. Lil Branch. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm done with music. I get off. We're going to get off right now. Uh, and that is it. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second, and hopefully... Bill Weston will be here. He is filling in for Pierre Robert today. Unbelievable! Yeah, You're, honestly, this is a, you don't get this too often, especially in what is kind of prime time. Yeah, it's a treat. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show on ninety three three WMMR. Like the podcast, you'll also love it live. When you can call in weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Revivalist and Change on 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. It is about 10.35. This Wednesday morning, about to come to a close for us in just a moment, not before we take care of a few things. Uh, first and foremost, Steve, you wanted to mention uh, charity golf outing that you're yes, heavily you. involved in. And I appreciate you uh, indulging me Good on night. this. Uh, it's for Phil Adoptables, a Max Fund, which is my wife's uh, charity. Charity golf outing at Cedarbrook uh, Country Club. It's Monday, April 8th. 2019. Sign-ups are going okay, but we need some more to make it all work. Cedarbrook is a wonderful country club, uh, and uh, you're getting a whole package that includes green peas, golf cart, hot breakfast from Harvest, lunch buffet, open bar, snacks, beer at the turn, and 
chance to win a Volvo from Keystone Motors. Ben Stein helping us out uh, from those guys. And all the funds from the event are going to go directly to Philadelphia's activity. They have some cool new stuff working out that's going to help keep animals out of these shelters. And, of course, my wife's uh, charity, Max Fund, is involved with uh, uh, TNR and helping um, curtail the issue of, of feral and homeless animals and taking care of those animals with financial resources. So if you are a golf person and a pet person and you could take the day off, uh, find out uh, all the information at philadelphiaadoptables.org or it's also on PrestonSteve.com. And thank you for letting me go on yeah. and on about pets yeah. and stuff. Most definitely, man. So, And uh, thank you also to... Our Delilah's girls who came yeah. by today, their uh, Entertainer of the Year competition is tonight. It's a big, big party. Starts at 7 o'clock. So thank you to Cece and Mia and Cassandra for coming by today. We also made a couple of announcements. We have a mixer that's on the way. We are taking online submissions only for this. And you can go to WMMR.com, click on contest. All the information's right there. But we're going to be at the Great American Pub in Conshohocken on April 4th, Woo. 6 to 9 p.m. That is correct. Kathy can basically roll out of bed. I'm going to mm-hmm. roll over and then roll You're, home. There you go. <laughs> Kathy ought to be in rare form right. that night because she can crawl back to the house. Uh, it's presented by Miller Lite. Uh, so everything you've always wanted in a beer, more taste and less carbs. So uh, go and sign up for that. And also we mentioned that we're going to be doing... The Preston and Steve Daily Rush Madness. It is our Daily Rush videos, 64 of them, hand-picked by us, the Preston and Steve show, seated and matched up and ready to go. It's up to you to vote who beats who and moves on until we get down to one champion. You know, it's very encouraging. All of the, the tweets and messages that I'm getting from people about what should be in it, already in it. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. The, the selection we process worked, yeah. Yeah, and we'll play back short clips of those to remind you of uh, some of those in case you don't remember, and we'll have those posted and easy to access so you can vote on them. So we'll begin that tomorrow, so we'll roll out exactly the mechanics of it uh, tomorrow morning. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's all the thank yous. I'll thank our, our sponsors in a moment, but first, boy, ladies and gentlemen, what a treat. <laughs> Filling in <laughs> for Pierre Robert, uh-huh. your midday excursion today will be hosted by the man about town, Bill Weston. Uh, talk about setting the bar really low. <laughs> When's the last time you've done a music shift? Uh, uh, I, I did a 6 to 10 Saturday morning show like uh, five or six months ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. I came in and, and got off before you guys were up. Uh, by yeah. the way, uh, I remember there was one, uh, uh, um, you get good feedback. You know, uh, people enjoy hanging out on the air, and uh, obviously you, you're no uh, neophyte to this. So, I, uh, uh, I follow the program director's credo. <laughs> called Tight and Bright. Uh, Tight and Bright. <laughs> how, long were you, how long were you a jock? Oh, gosh. Uh, maybe 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Was yeah. it most of that in Buffalo? Most of that was Love Lines, Nick. Uh, okay. <laughs> I did top 40 in Erie, okay. the worst oh. two years of my life. I did a couple years on a rock station in Buffalo, best years of my life, and then uh, started getting into programming because I realized... I was an okay jock, but I was probably a better programmer. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're a great programmer. Uh, I have a question about, so, you know, we have this thing. It's called the Zeta system, which is uh, the software system that has all the music and commercials and all this stuff. You know how to run it pretty well? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There's, there's, oh, what, the amount of dead air that Pierre manages to eke out of that system? <laughs> because truth be told, I couldn't run this 
There's no way. I could Casey does all the all the I just hit the buttons to to put everything in motion. If I had to do this on my own, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, yeah, pancake will I be I don't do it enough. But pancake, you got a great we'll be, producer. Yeah, and you know what? Following you up there. Chuck <clears throat> schedules a lot of stuff and Todd in promotions and if you don't change it, if you kind of run it the way it's, it's supposed to run, you don't have to do a whole lot. Just stop it and start it, right? So Now, are you going to do your usual War of the Roses and Hot Girl check-in? Hot <laughs> <laughs> Girl check-in. Uh, I'm going to be celebrating uh, National <laughs> French Bread Day. What is it, like baguette day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got these 19-foot uh, loaves of French bread out in the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Green room plus uh, uh, chocolate chip cookies the size of manhole oh. covers. You know what? It's also National Ravioli Day. So you can oh, so we're going to be well. a, a big block of songs about ravioli, uh-huh. right, yeah. at 12 noon. And uh, Bill... Hi, we're Orton, and we love ravioli. <laughs> a 10-minute version of Bill's Bulletin. Oh, Instead wow. Pierce Planner? Bill's Bulletin. No, we're not going to... Like we're not doing that. Bill's Bulletin. I like that. Oh, we're not... We're going to play a lot of music. Yeah. And Bill's then the Bulletin report. Board. There we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Weston with the Bell's Bulletin. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening, Mr. America. And all the ships at sea. Ships at sea. This one goes out to Lottie in Kansas, (laughs) who's having her hip replacement surgery today. Lottie, we're pulling for ya. (laughs) Do you want me to run sound effects for you? Uh, No. No, no, it's good. I will, uh, in... uh, uh, in honor of Chester Bennington's birthday today, ah. we'll get some Lincoln Park on. We're okay. going to do some blocks uh, for The Clash, one of my favorite bands ever. Since we missed out on World Clash Day a couple weeks ago, we're going to make up for it today on a big block of Clash. Did you ever okay. see The Clash perform live? I did not. I, that is one of my greatest uh, at concert experiences. Oh, yo! I did see them! <laughs> Oh, yo, God. Oh, yo, I God. just realized I did see The Clash. Really? Like, you yes. just blocked it out of your favorite band, or you blocked it out of your mind? It was at a stadium. They were okay. uh, at a part of a stadium tour with The Who. That was, it, that's when I saw It was Steve David Johansson, yes. uh, and then The Clash, and then The Who. Yeah. So That was very Rocky Five. It was yeah. like, are you, are you, <laughs> like a million no, Rattlers. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's all right. David oh. Johansson? Yeah, he had Buster a... Buster Poindexter? Before he became Buster before Poindexter, Buster Poindexter yeah. he had a medley of Animals hits. I remember. It was like a six-minute yeah. It was thing. actually pretty good. And it made AOR yeah. Someday I'll treat you real fine. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And that was his yeah. claim to fame. After yeah, we got to get dolls. out of this place. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He did it that. It is the last thing yeah. we ever do. Interesting. So, uh, blocks right. of uh, Metallica, Dave Matthews Band, and uh, we have this really cool giveaway for the Black Keys, where we're giving away tickets to see the Black Keys, and you qualify a trip to fly down to Miami and see them in concert nice. uh, later this year. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, we got a score, and a listener said uh, B plus on the crossover. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's not B plus. Score. That's not bad. That's I'll, I'll take that any day. We do have to do the letter of the day. You ready? Yes, right, I am. Justin and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R, as in rapacious. Rapacious. All right. So we got an R, and we got two more letters to go, and a trip for four to the premiere of WB Shazam, uh, which is Thursday, March 28th at the TLC Chinese Theater in L.A. Shazam hits theaters on April 5th. I'm going to take this moment to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International. Also brought to you by Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness Black Card, and you're going to enjoy massage chairs, hydro massages, tanning, and more. And also, Hyundai City, the spring savings at Hyundai City are heating things up 
Shop the deals at HyundaiCity.com. Tomorrow on the program, we begin, like I said, Daily uh, Rush Madness. Yes. We also have the Sons of Ben in studio. I don't know how we're going to do that because there's like 2,000 of them. <laughs> Maybe they'll do a smaller contingent of Sons of Ben. In, but the they have, illegitimate Sons of Ben. They have a cool thing they're going to do for us, I've, been, I've heard. Oh, so, cool. Of course, that's with the Philadelphia Union, so those guys will be stopping in. I'm sure of many other things to get to. So that is it. We are done Rage on. Have a great day. Enjoy the dulcet tones of Bill Weston yeah. and about Town next. We'll see you later, guys. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Live. In this day and age, I can't believe I am still dealing with men who ghost. Why can't you just grow some balls and say to someone, it's not going to work? Next message. I love you story about the woman that got sucked in by her parents' crazy. That's hilarious. I know it's not hilarious, but it is. You made my dance. I'm sitting in traffic because of a accident. Next message. Why do people insist on walking or running or doing whatever in the middle of the street when there's a sidewalk? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.